0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keep Watching podcast, where we decide what to watch so you don't have to. I'm James,
1: and I'm Sarah.
0: And today we're going to be talking about Snake in the Grass. Now, Sarah, before yeah. I ask you anything, okay, I sort of say I- I'm always looking forward to talking with you on the podcast about whatever show we're going to watch. Uh huh. But I am super excited to be talking about Snake in the Grass today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It is definitely your type of show.
0: Yeah, I didn't even realize how much I was gonna like this until <laughs> until I really watched it and was like taking notes and stuff. And I was like, wait, this is this is pretty good. So I'm gonna spoil what I think about this show <laughs> off the bat, but you can hold That's off for what you okay. thought about the show.
1: I will remain <laughs> mysterious.
0: But okay, what's up, Sarah? <laughs> how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty okay. The segment of our audience who I thought would enjoy the gallivant episode have proven to be excited about the fact that there's a gallivant episode.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: I <laughs> definitely got some feedback from one of our listeners who was pumped about having uh, us talk
0: about gallivant. Nice. That's a good clutch choice, Sarah.
1: <laughs> but unfortunately for you, um, <laughs> okay. she had some shit to say about your Aladdin opinions. Oh yeah. Basically that you're wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nope. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to find somebody else with who shares that opinion. But I'm I'm just trying to be objective, you know. Oh,
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I definitely enjoy <laughs> the original version of Aladdin. But if they're really? gonna come out and remake it and add new good content to it, I'm well. What can I say? It's just it's just better. <laughs> they improved on something that was already great. It's awesome. I appreciate it.
1: I just feel like most of the live action Disney stuff like feels unnecessary.
0: How many live actions are there?
1: there's beauty and the beast there's lion king which is is not really live action it's just a different type of animation but okay disney
0: and aladdin right that's it
1: and aladdin i mean they're making the little mermaid
0: they are okay i was thinking about that
1: and oh mulan mulan i forgot about mulan
0: oh i haven't even watched mulan but that mulan is like way different right
1: yes i did watch that one that one was pretty different
0: i'd be impressed if they improved on the original mulan That would be impressive.
1: (laughs) I mean, they may have based on how you judge it. I don't know. I can't. I can't. From what I've heard,
0: I, I don't think like there's any comedic stuff going on in the new Mulan, but I haven't seen it. I just, that's what I heard. It's like a very serious movie.
1: If I remember, it has its moments, but yeah, it is. It is pretty serious. Okay. Which I think like, I love the goofiness of Disney movies. And so some of that is automatically not as possible in a live action
0: movie. Yeah, that's fair. But the first two, Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, they're pretty much the exact same movie. So oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna default to the original version if they're just gonna copy the movie. But <laughs> okay. Aladdin had enough new stuff in it that I thought was just good add-ons that I'm like, okay, this is I like this story better. Now if you if you prefer the animation, I understand that than the live action. But the, if you just look at the story and like compare them to, I liked uh, I like the add ons. That's all.
1: (laughs) It's been a while since I've seen it. Maybe I didn't give it the fair shake, but it did feel just really long, unnecessarily long. So maybe all your extra stuff was just too much for me.
0: Yeah. I wasn't trying to be dramatic, but I just (laughs) knew that other people would be dramatic about that opinion. That's fair. (laughs) Do you want to mention this now that we're going to eventually watch Cobra Kai on this podcast soon, right?
1: Uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When we get to that, I'm gonna have an opinion about the karate kid franchise over the years, and people aren't gonna like that opinion either. So
1: <laughs> I mean there's gotta be some people who like it, who like your opinion, you know. Kidding, <laughs> well, be the only person. Well,
0: I won't spoil that until we get to it, but yeah, be prepared to not like my opinions <laughs> again.
1: Fair enough. But yeah, other than that, I watched some more episodes of Money Heist and
0: Ooh.
1: Oh man. Things have not continued according to plan.
0: Okay, there you go. Yeah, things get spicy. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I really thought they were going to hold out a little longer with, you know, actually following the plan, but it dipped off so fast.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's always contingencies on the plan, you know?
1: I just feel like for how smart this professor guy is, like, he did a real bad job picking people.
0: I'm sure the pool of people to choose from wasn't great, but yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know. There had to be better. Oof. It's like all of them are the worst case scenario. Maybe yeah, not you, all of them. You literally
0: had to pick people with nothing to lose because other—it's just like way too crazy to try if you have any <laughs> value to your I don't life. Know. There's got to be some
1: professional, like heisty criminal people who are like, "Yes, I am down for a professional job. I will not make bad decisions and start boning everyone and or killing <laughs> people and or whatever other nonsense okay. we get up." Wait, to. how many
0: episodes have you watched though?
1: Oh, uh, I think the fifth episode i've watched
0: okay i don't know how many backstories you've gotten to did you get to the berlin backstory no but i mean
1: i just think baseline you don't pick someone who is clearly a sociopath to be (laughs) your lead guy like and say don't hurt Uh, anybody like i think i think the professor as like well like how intuitive he is into human actions like he could foresee that "Mm, that guy's gonna be a problem, but nope.
0: He may have foreseen it. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I think, yeah, it, it, it's well explained. Eventually, I don't. I think. I think you'll have an. Op- I, th- I think your opinion may change later.
1: Okay, I will continue watching, and we'll see how that evolves.
0: Okay, <laughs> I look forward to your updates on Money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they may come in slow, because again, yeah. you know, it's it's a show you got to focus on if I'm going to watch it in subtitles. Yeah. But I, I will maintain forward
0: okay great 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 so
1: <laughs> well, how about your week
0: okay well i i finished all of gallivant nice aka i watched the second season which is the end of gallivant <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
2: thoughts.
0: well i'll give you my thoughts on season two
2: mm-hmm. i
0: i thought they actually like really stepped up their song game in season two yeah because and that was i already thought the songs were the best part of the show
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i i didn't realize that there was like a next level
2: yeah <laughs> but,
0: because you were saying that you listen to, like, the soundtrack of yes, this TV show, but mm-hmm. most of the songs are coming from the second season, right?
1: Um I mean, they have, like, all the songs in there, so.
0: It's just all of them, okay. I feel like season one, like, they had songs, but, you know, like, they weren't, like, full-blown songs that you would listen to, like, on a, on a as, as, like, a track, on, like, a playlist, okay, but. Okay, well,
1: here's the thing, like, m- maybe not as a musical person, you don't have this feeling, but yes, yes, they are songs you would listen to if you're into musical. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Okay. But I thought season two was like okay. The songs they're doing in season two are like full more like full length songs that you would listen to. Okay. But I have a couple of these. The first when I first realized that these songs were getting more intense was the song uh Off with His Shirt. That was a good one. <laughs> I like that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that
1: was that was pretty good. I like the uh Kylie Minogue uh, cameo in in the gay bar in the middle of the woods. That was great.
0: Yeah I don't I didn't even know who that was but I <laughs> yeah, I put together that all these cameos were like big deals, but I, I did not know who they were <laughs> in the season two. And can I take a guess as to what your favorite song is? Sure. Do you have one?
1: Um, I'm trying to think from season two. Oh, I do have one. Okay, go.
0: Okay, My Kind of Princess.
1: It's not that one. All right,
0: darn it. Okay. But I
1: do love that they do have a bisexual, ridiculous princess who is just like, "Fuck all this noise." That is that is an excellent number. And an yeah, excellent part that
0: that song was like had no business being part of the story at all. Like it was literally like so forced into the plot, uh, in my opinion. It was, like it, it came out of nowhere.
1: To like get that tiara knocked off so she could get her brain back and. Go be the tough yeah, princess I, she normally is. I
0: think they wrote the song and then figured out how to put it in the show. Like, yeah, you know, they did not. Okay. It was not a natural. Uh, All right. Uh, I'll I'll <laughs> but it, does, it doesn't matter. That's what the show's about. Write a good song and get it in the show. <laughs> Who cares?
1: My favorite song in the second season is where they have the group of short giants and tall dwarfs fighting each other.
0: That was actually that was actually funny. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> The people that are the same height thinking that they're some of them are giants and some of them are dwarfs mm-hmm. and they're, they're in a war against each other about it. That actually was, I actually thought that was funny, <laughs> yeah.
1: And I love in the song, um, oh, I've forgotten her name, the woman who's traveling with them at this point. She's just in the background going, You're the same damn height, like, yeah, yeah. The song is great,
0: I did like that, but overall, I'd say the jokes like. With the same consistency as season one, so it kept like the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was about the same. Songs got better, so I think season two was better than season one. Um, but it was the same vibe as season one, and I think um, I'll say two seasons of the show seems about right.
1: Really? <laughs> oh, I could have done more. I could have done a lot I, more.
0: I guess they could keep coming up with good songs. Um, but I don't know. I, I, it seems like a show that you know it may probably was at its peak, and you'll always have good memories of it if it just stops where it did.
1: I guess that's fair.
0: All right, that's all I have to say about Galavan.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you finished Uh, it and enjoyed it the way you did.
0: Yeah, it was was fine. (laughs) You ready to get to Snake in the Grass?
1: I'm ready to get to this. (laughs) I have a
0: feeling that I have a lot to say about Snake in the Grass. um, I have a way of going on. These, like, social... uh reality competition shows uh i can probably talk about them way longer than anybody else can talk about them so you might have to rein me in a little bit (laughs) if if you think it's running if you get bored you have to be honest okay (laughs)
1: hey i get i have the editing power this week so i can just let you talk and then cut it all out (laughs) it's fine
0: i guess but you still have to sit through the actual recording (laughs) it's okay okay
1: how about we start with you talking about your great love for competitive reality shows? Like, what's your history with this genre?
0: I'm a huge Survivor fan. I think that's the the um, king of the mountain when it comes to this these kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also watch Big Brother and I don't know. I guess, I guess I don't. I feel like there aren't that many pure reality competition shows like this. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I, I, start, I recently started watching the challenge, but that's much more, like, um, the challenges matter more than, like, the social game. Yeah. Um. So th- th- I would say this is, like, a super, like, m- mini version of Survivor-ish. Because there is, like, a vote at the end.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of Survivor elements, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll talk more about Survivor when we get to there. There's a <laughs> former player... Of Survivor in this first episode that we're about to watch, so right. I'll have plenty of time to talk about Survivor as we go. <laughs> we don't have to spill everything right now. Yeah. So Sarah, what's your uh history of any with uh reality competition shows?
1: Um. Okay. So way way back when Survivor first started, my mom would watch it, and I think she still does. She still absolutely loves that show.
2: Um, oh really? I didn't know. So,
1: that. Oh yeah. Um. I saw, I think I saw the first season, and then after that it would just be like an occasional episode as I walk through the living room. (laughs) Okay. Um, I am not naturally drawn to reality shows that much, but um, we've watched um, a Korean sort of competition reality show called The Genius together, which is a slightly different vibe because all of the contestants are like already famous people or whatever, but um, I enjoyed that. And then this past season of Survivor, you got me to watch, and I, I made it all the way through, and I did enjoy it, and I may or may not watch future seasons of Survivor.
0: Well, so you're watching episode one when it comes out in September. <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Fair enough. If you get me to watch one episode, it's probably easy enough to just get me through the rest of the season if if the people are compelling enough. So
0: Yeah, I'm not going to be on a podcast about TV shows, and we're not talking about the premiere of every Survivor season when it comes out at least. You know?
1: Fair enough. I guess I'm watching I guess I'm watching all future seasons of Survivor. At least episode cause...
0: one, yeah. <laughs> I think um like almost everybody that was alive <laughs> saw the first season of Survivor. Or at least like the finale of it. Because the ratings for the first season of Survivor were like bigger than the Super Bowl ratings. Mm, something wow. like that. Okay. Um. And then it, like, it steadily gets lower until it's where it is today, where it's just, like, a constant, like, you know, the fans that watch the show. There's enough fans that consistently watch the show that they can keep doing it, which is great. But, okay, let's talk about Snake in the Grass. Okay. Snake in the Grass came out this year, 2022, and it's still going. I think it came out, like, three weeks ago.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Because there's only three episodes out right now. Um. And... We watched it on either nbc.com or USA usanetwork.com. Correct. Uh, but it also, new episodes are airing every Monday at 11 p.m. on the USA Network. Hopefully, eventually, it will make its way to the Peacock streaming service. Hmm. Um, and you won't have to watch it with commercials. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice if you're watching it on Where are we are watching it now. I'm going to give the breakdown that I gave last week. what this show is to get people hyped this is from the game shows wiki uh in order to win the four must figure out which one is a snake so there's four players in the show Mm -hmm. the snake is a saboteur who is secretly undermining the group every step of the way uh the players compete in a series of grueling and mind-twisting challenges from retrieving game pieces suspended on high wires over a 500-foot canyon to scaling the face of a cliff to solve puzzles With each successfully completed challenge, the competitors win a clue that helps reveal the identity of the snake. Not wanting to be identified, the snake does whatever it takes to prevent the players from winning the clues by sabotaging their journey any chance they get. A.K.A. sabotaging the challenges, if they choose to. Uh, After overnighting in the the remote and rugged Central American jungle, were you wondering where this was was filmed, Sarah?
1: I actually had not thought of it, but could they be less precise? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I'm guessing they filmed episodes in different locations uh, is why okay. they're not being specific here. Um, I want to say that this first episode is in Guatemala and we can get to the city name that appear, the name that's like on the map. We can. Oh, I didn't even
1: pay attention okay. to the map.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, guessing. I'm it. guessing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so after they do the challenges and get the clues, the group, the group will meet in the snake pit where they must determine who they think the saboteur is. And if the three players can successfully reveal the identity, they win the hundred thousand dollars. But if they get it wrong, the snake walks away with all the money for themselves. So right off the bat, if you're just doing like the math on this, like you want to be the snake on this show, right, Sarah?
1: I guess, except like whenever I play any sort of lying game, you know, like board game wise, I never want to be the person because I feel like I'm pretty bad at.
0: Okay, yeah. If if you take like okay, there's like a twenty-five percent chance of getting the snake right because there's four people Mm -hmm. you definitely want to be the snake but who knows like how hard it is and we can definitely discuss that along the way how hard is it to be the snake um on this show but my instincts would tell me like if if the producers came to me and were like hey would you rather be the snake or not the snake (laughs) i'd be like (laughs) make me the snake (laughs) because it's just like way better chance of winning more money
1: first off this sounds super dangerous right like i don't know some of these challenges are dangerous yeah yeah they're doing these challenges, and then someone has to try and sabotage that that seems like an unsafe environment. oh but... okay, yeah yeah
0: everybody's you know they're not gonna <laughs> they're yeah. gonna sabotage the mechanics of the challenge, not the players themselves.
1: yes, after actually watching an episode, I felt better <laughs> about the safety of everyone, but just from that description, it's like, oh no, there's gonna be a murder
0: yeah in one episode is filmed over the course of thirty six hours, and they are gonna at the end of each episode. They they vote on amongst the four people who's the snake out of the four. So it's the entire competition is one episode of the show. You could go watch episode two and just be a, a brand new group of four people, uh, which is pretty cool. I like. I don't. Ha- you don't have to like binge it or you mm-hmm. know, yeah, like you do Survivor if you want to like understand all the relationships on the show. Right. But okay, before we start recapping the episode though, Sarah, <laughs> uh-huh. do you want to talk about either like games or? In some cases, I TV shows that you might have watched that have a similar saboteur mechanic, aka the snake in this <laughs> this show.
1: Oh, well, you're gonna make me like remember names of four well, I haven't played for three years because of the dark times.
0: <laughs> well, I remember a few, but the, uh. but in terms of shows, I would say this is actually a lot like the Korean reality show. Another Korean reality show we watched called Crime Scene. Ooh,
1: yes but But i think just baseline the theme of crime scene is like more interesting to me because they're like solving a murder but one of them's the murderer and that's pretty fun
0: yeah i what i like about this show so so crime scene is like the production sets up this fake crime scene in like a warehouse so it'll be like an apartment building and they'll have like lines on the floor that like do all the different rooms in the apartment and they have to Mm -hmm. go to each room and like look for clues and stuff. But one of the people, so there's like four or five different people on the show or like six, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Six people on the show and they're all trying to like solve the murder, but one of them is the murderer and they're like role playing the different people that were involved or could have been involved in the murder. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So it's similar to this where they have like backstories that they're given and this it's their real life backstory, not that, right. <laughs> yeah, um, and then they have to like role play, and the whoever the snake is is like lying the whole time, or whoever the murderer yeah. is in that show is lying the whole time, similar and, to like this. maybe trying
1: to hide some clues that might be found by other people, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. but what I like about this show compared to that one is that like there's actually a prize that's on the line in this show, whereas the other one is just kind of like t v personalities, and it's not necessarily about like they want they do care about it and they want to get the right answer but it's not like a huge deal to them if they don't win whereas right off the bat this is for a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars people are the intensity of the people on this show is is greater than the other oh. show which i appreciate
1: some people in the show are very
0: intense <laughs> very intense oh it's it's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah we played board games i guess so, so like one that people might have played secret hitler is like oh yeah kind of a saboteur game, mm-hmm. but it's like it's kind of like a team saboteur game where there's multiple saboteurs.
1: Oh, and there's Dead of Winter, which Dead is of a winter, yeah. survival situation where somebody may or may not be the saboteur. Or if you're like me, sometimes you accidentally pass out two saboteur cards or none, uh, and you mess up the whole game for everybody.
0: I do remember that. That's <laughs> happened before. <laughs> and then what's there's gotta be one more. Oh, the um, we've played a Battlestar Galactica board game. What is that called? Was that what it's called? It's
1: the Battlestar Galactica board game. (laughs) Yeah, it's a people. Um, excellent trader game.
0: What are the oh trader? That's that's another way of another term. What what are the saboteurs called in the? Cylons or something. Oh yeah, Cylon. Cylons. Cylons, yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. And it's fun because partway through somebody can turn into a Cylon. So you know. yeah,
0: yeah. There's varied degrees of uh, com- <laughs> complexity to these board games that are more yes. more complex than Snake in the Grass, understandably. <laughs> you had the idea that this would be some sort of um, competition between us in terms of figuring out who the snake is.
1: I mean, it 100% is a hundred percent is. It is okay. Okay. We, is it not?
0: It didn't have to be, but it, uh, let's do it. Okay i mean okay let's uh, let's tell people let's tell people what we're actually doing today (laughs) in terms of (laughs) we're watching this show different than we've watched any show so far
1: yes we have watched this show up until the host said okay time to vote and then we're going to talk about the show all the way through that then we're going to take a little break go away watch the last 10 minutes of the show where they actually vote and then come back and talk
0: about who was wrong it's i'm i i want to know who the snake is so bad <laughs> <laughs> i like barely remembered that i had to stop the show <laughs> when we got to that part so you, so you already have a, a guess that you uh wrote down i'm assuming
1: i mean i have um, we'll we'll talk it through when we get to okay think, right because because i have i have mixed feelings i there okay. are two people that i could go back and like yeah
0: Okay. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to pull my punches in terms of like I'm going to be talking about reasons that anybody could be the snake as we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to really like try to hide who I might be picking in the end.
1: Oh, yeah, same season.
0: Okay. So if if either of us wants to change their minds throughout the podcast or gets one of us can be convinced by the other person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: uh by the end of it and we might have, end up picking the same.
2: That's uh right.
0: if that happens, maybe we'll pick a backup. If you want it to be a competition, we'll we'll pick a backup person and then see if it, if, if it isn't the per- first person to see who's be- had okay. the better backup person. All right. Are you ready to get into this? I am so ready. I have so much to say about the show. <laughs> right off the bat, this show is intense right away. Oh, yeah. So we it just has text that comes on the screen. And I, I wrote down the text that comes on the screen. Okay. And it has uh, the host for this show. His name is... Um, Bobby Bones, which is a oh great, my God. great name.
1: When they, when that man said his name, <laughs> I had to pause and regain my composure because, like, what? when you say the name Bobby Bones, I expect a cute little animated skeleton boy. Like yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but but it's a real human man. Well, this is probably a stage name, but still,
0: it's a, Yeah, it's his real name that he goes by in yeah. his professional career. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but the show opens. And it's Bobby Bones doing the voiceover. He says, watch closely. Beware of the saboteur. Can you spot the liar? One of these four is the snake. (laughs) And then we get like a very dramatic opening montage of like, it's partially like what's going to happen in this episode. But I think it's also stuff that's going to happen in future episodes. Mm, Yeah. But we get a lot of people like yelling at each other. And then yep. there's like scorpions because they're going through the jungle on like they're making a trek through the jungle, supposedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then um, there's going to be three clues along the way that are going to help the contestants identify the snake. And people, and they showed highlights of like people like destroying the clues. <laughs> Ooh. So I guess if the snake can get their hand on a clue before. <laughs> yep. Before the other three do, they can just like rip it up or do whatever they want with it. <laughs> um, and then there's going to be two challenges, physical challenges, um, in the middle of this show. In order, to, and these two challenges will help them win clues. Um, and it's for hundred thousand dollars. That's what the yeah. opening montage tells us.
1: Everything you need to know for this show.
0: All right, cut 2. Now we have we have like a jeep driving through the jungle to rap music. That's what I Oh wrote. yeah, it is. <laughs> is that the it's, it's it is it's rap music?
2: Right? Yes.
0: <laughs> I love this hype. I was not expecting this. Like this this kind of music you don't get this on Survivor. Survivor has oh, like yeah. it's soundtrack that it it uses mm-hmm. um and occasionally updates, but it's mostly the same kind of like tribal music.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they paid for the licensing for some stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this intensity of this song was like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm feeling this right off the bat. It's head. like,
1: we're not like Survivor, we're cooler. Check out yeah. the music.
0: <laughs> this, I think this show is very much trying to be as close to Survivor as it as it can, oh, considering yeah. the format, um, but we can point stuff out like that along the way. But as they're driving around in this Jeep to the intense music, we're going to get introduced to the four contestants that are sitting in the back of this Jeep.
1: Yes, and our first contestant is Alicia, who is thirty five an Olympic athlete in the uh twenty twelve London Olympics. She never says what kind of She actually she does. Is. She
0: does eventually. I was thinking that too, oh, but that, right. she does I, say
1: like track and field at some it's point. It's track right? and
0: field, yeah. yeah. But
1: like still that's a lot of different that's a lot of different yeah. events. Which which of the events? I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I'm guessing rack. But yeah, I don't know. She just looks like did, she'd be track.
1: I did look her up just to like I was I did some very careful googling. Okay, so sounds risky. Sounds I risky. Know. Okay, it took. I was like, am I gonna do this? Mm, I don't know. And then I did, and yeah, she she's a runner.
0: Okay, and she probably didn't win because she didn't mention that she won. That's true. She, she didn't, didn't win, win any medals. She won. <laughs> yeah. you don't be like, oh, I was in the Olympics unless <laughs> unless or, she
1: would... she's hiding it so that way.
0: No, no oh, she's talking don't. to only to us, the audience, that's right now. True, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: <laughs> but then there's there's a quote from her. That, yeah, these um, quotes
0: are weird.
1: <laughs> hers is, "I'm trusting, but I have a discerning level of scrutiny."
0: What does that mean? give me a breakdown what do you what do you think about alicia <laughs> I, I don't think these quotes mean anything about these people like, oh, no
1: no no
0: I, I don't even know if they um, said these things yeah they're, they're they just
1: like written out on this info card about them
0: yeah now i did like this so let me, when they go to each person they get like a shot of them and then they like freeze frame it on them and then they put mm-hmm. up this like uh like scroll looking um Overlay on the screen Mm -hmm. with all their information while they're still talking about themselves over in the background. Mm -hmm. So you get like this very quick breakdown of who this person is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a cool way. I liked it.
1: This quote means she's ready to come and find a snake, is what it means.
0: Okay, (laughs) I feel like they just got a list of quotes and they were like, pick one (laughs) or something (laughs) like that. They all. It also says on her card, on her scroll, that she's the 2020 most influential woman in sports. Oh, yes. That's a cooler title than I just was in the Olympics, I think. But that's pretty good.
1: Well, the Olympics is pretty impressive, too.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but to win most influential women. I, I don't okay, know what she did. Okay. What did okay. she do in 2020? Because that's eight years after she was in the Olympics. So I feel like she's uh, I don't
1: know. doing
0: something outside of athletics that's influencing women's sports. But I did not we did find not... out
1: in my brief say, yeah, Google they, search. <laughs> they, did not, uh,
0: they did not elaborate on that. Um, and I got a couple of quotes from their, uh, confessionals that they were saying in the background when they were mm-hmm. showing the scrolls, she says, she's a no BS type of person.
1: <laughs> this is like the equivalent of, I'm not here to make friends.
0: Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't would say that's equivalent. <laughs> she just doesn't like when people are like not taking it seriously, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's I
1: don't know. Which we're going to get to just her vibe is just like,
0: I like Alicia. Intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Alicia. Mm
1: hmm.
0: All right, let's move on to the next person.
1: Okay, next we have John, who is 33. He is an adrenaline junkie. His mom doesn't like his tattoos. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a great one.
1: And his quote is, life is about hard truths.
0: Um. Yeah, sure, John. <laughs> sure quote. <laughs> so I feel like there's a, there's a lot
1: more going on, but sure, okay.
0: <laughs> he also goes on to say that he's uh, very emotional and sensitive at times.
1: Yes. Yeah. I feel like that comes up a lot in this episode. <laughs>
0: I just loved how Alicia's two things were like, she was an Olympian and she was like the most influential woman in sports. And then John's card says his mom <laughs> dislikes his tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's like, he's a pretty like jacked guy and he just has a bunch of tattoos, like, mm-hmm, full, like sleeves. full sleeves. And I'm, yeah. I'm guessing like under his shirt, probably his like whole upper half is probably tattooed.
1: Yeah. And they go up like the side of his neck too.
0: Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. He does have a lot of tattoos
1: um and his mom doesn't like them <laughs> do you
0: think do you think this was originally supposed to be his like <laughs> fun fact about him <laughs> or because <laughs> so his tattoos are going to come up on the show later
1: yeah and so does his mom
0: <laughs> and so does so, his mom <laughs> yeah
1: like i feel like the fact that he continuously talks about his mom and his tattoos yeah i think like he think- the information <laughs> he told them he's like oh yeah I'm an adrenaline junkie, and my mom doesn't like my tattoos. Like, I feel like that's what he decided.
0: So so some of these things that, they're, that, like, that are on their scroll, they're going to, like, reiterate in the confessional that's going on while it's showing on the screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Did he
0: say his mom doesn't like his tattoos in the confessional? I don't
1: think so. You know, I don't
0: think so either. So that's what makes me think, like, oh, his tattoos and his mom came up on this show, like, as part of, like, the conversations that happened. That they were like, oh, we're going to put that in the show. So then let's make his fun fact. His mom doesn't like his tattoos. I don't know. It seems so rad. It seems could, so rad.
1: also see him filling out a form and just being like, mom doesn't <laughs> like
0: tattoos. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just don't see how that gets you on the show. <laughs> that's your fun <laughs> fact. Oh, uh, yeah. I, don't, I feel like there has to be another reason that John's on this show besides his tattoos. But we never find well, that out.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that because of how much it comes up that might be the reason like they sell something that perhaps we like, wouldn't what have is seen he... in casting it
0: says he's an dr- adrenaline junkie right but i feel like you no know, what does he do yeah, I, I, exactly. I feel like it's
1: so vague
0: i i think the, his second thing was supposed to be like things he does that make him an adrenaline junkie but then they scratched that off and wrote Mom <laughs> Mom all right that's john
1: <laughs> next is trish who is 56 She's a survivor competitor.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go. A
1: no-nonsense single mom.
0: Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> or that was her on her quote, card.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is on her <laughs> card. That was on her card. And her quote is, don't mistake my kindness for weakness.
0: That's a decent one. That's, that's better than the other two. <laughs> so, <laughs> that actually could mean something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But she also says, I couldn't care less what people think of me. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic, Trish.
1: Uh, so... She was on Survivor. You are familiar. Yes.
0: With her so Trish was on season twenty-eight of Survivor. Only, okay. only the one season. Um, Survivor sorry,
1: on season what now? Uh,
0: for, this fall will be season forty-three.
1: Okay, so a while ago. So okay. they
0: do if they do two a year, that would okay. be seven years plus the COVID year. So eight, eight years ago was when she was on.
2: Okay.
0: Survivor when Survivor aired that she was on uh, Survivor Kagayan. Now Survivor Kagayan season twenty-eight. One of the most beloved seasons of the show, I think. Oh really? Um uh, it's up there in the power rankings. Um so if anybody anybody hasn't watched Survivor in a while, uh that's that's a pretty good season to go check out.
1: Go check out Trish.
0: Yeah, and Trish will be there.
1: Did Trish win?
0: I'm not gonna spoil that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say if Trish is necessarily the reason you wanna watch Survivor Kyle, <laughs> but she's there.
1: Okay.
0: And so so I I do remember trish now it's been a while since i've watched survivor kage on less than eight years i watched it i watched it again but okay that's how into survivor i am but so i don't remember exactly how she is as a player and i don't i'm afraid that if i generalize her too much i'm gonna be like confusing her with other older women with a similar archetype to her okay but i would say like she get she can get loud And Mm -hmm. she is ready to argue with people. Okay. But I remember her as like, she's pretty loyal to the people like she decides to be loyal to, uh, is how I would describe her in terms of like gameplay. So she's not much of an erratic player, but she like socially, she's not afraid to get into arguments. Mm. You know? Uh, Mm -hmm. That's how I would describe her. Yeah. And she has a great line. (laughs) She has a great line later, which like perfectly (laughs) describes her personality, I think. Because later there's going to be a like, like a cutaway where they all get a confessional where they're like, "I am not the snake, <laughs> but trish goes <laughs> Trish goes last in that mm-hmm. in that list, and she says, I am not the snake, but if I was the snake, I'd be the best snake <laughs> or something like
1: that I did enjoy that,
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, that's 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 her personality in a nutshell, and that's actually there's like a good amount of like older women on Survivor that get cast with that personality where like mm. they have so much life experience that. They just think they can do anything and they would be good, like one of the best people at it, you know, like that's just like. Fair
1: enough. So, uh,
0: yeah, I I enjoyed Trish on this show, maybe even more than I enjoyed her on Survivor, but I can't remember exactly. (laughs) Yeah, she even admits I like this self-awareness. She can get intense pretty quickly.
1: Oh, that's Um, a a
0: fair assessment. (laughs) Yeah, but she's aware of it, which I like.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: I also want to say, I mean, I might be being biased here, but. I think the fact that she's a former Survivor player and has played in an like a, arguably like the best reality competition show there is,
2: mm-hmm. I would
0: give her a huge advantage on this show. Okay, if she was the snake, and even if she's not the snake, like there's like a history of like people that come back and play Survivor and they play against people that are playing their first time of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Like there's a plenty of data that shows like oh, returning players do better than new players on Survivor. Oh, there's yeah. just like a once you once you've seen how people lie to you it's way easier to pick it up the second time around Mm -mm. yeah okay i got there's plenty to say about trish but let's (laughs) we can get to it later yeah
1: yeah (laughs) so our our last person in the uh in the jeep is sean who's 36 rescued passengers from a fatal bus accident
0: that's a pretty good uh quick (laughs) why you're on the show (laughs) He he describes himself as, as a Navy guy. So he's like a military person.
1: Yeah. He's a Navy guy. And his quote is, I'm a good guy, but I can be a bad guy, too.
0: <laughs> Great. Great, Sean. <laughs> and he also says, uh, doesn't care if people like him and actions speak louder than words. <laughs> That's what he says in the beginning.
1: Seems like a pretty standard fare for, for... Uh, this situation.
0: So yeah, we have like, um, so there's two middle like three three of them are like mid 30s. John is 33 and then Trish is 56. So she's got like yeah. a 20 year gap on them. Mm-hmm. But no no super young people on the show. Yeah. Everybody's that's older than me, Sarah.
1: This on the
0: show. That's well. That's fun to see. How, <laughs> for myself.
1: How how good for you, I guess.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so we have Alicia the Olympian, John the guy whose mom doesn't like his tattoo.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Trish the survivor. And Sean, the Navy guy. But okay, we're get, we're, we're done with the introductions. They ha- the players have not talked to each other yet. This is just all audience mm-hmm. interaction. Like, they're talking to the audience mm-hmm. via confessionals. Um, so we're going to get more words on the screen with Bobby Bones narrating.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He says, it's hard to spot a lie, but all snakes have tells. Know the tells? Spot the lies. Spot the lies. Catch the snake. Inspiring words <laughs> from Bobby Bones. here. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah very very serious times here yeah it is like I
0: I kind of appreciate the level of uh, seriousness that this show has (laughs) off the bat what's going to happen in the show is like Bobby Bones like narrations throughout the way are kind of kind of like be trying to like teach the audience how to tell if people are lying (laughs) So okay The, the contestants finally walk out of the jeep and they, they're they going to go meet bobby bones <laughs> finally yeah
1: and this is where i heard his name and just giggled for a yeah. while
0: <laughs> yeah and i want to say i want to say this guy bobby bones he i feel like they're trying to make him look like jeff probst a little bit oh yeah who is the host of Survivor. so not only are they having former survivor contestants on the show but the the aesthetic of this show being in the jungle and then this host guy just like trying to be jeff probst <laughs> Like a like, little
1: baby survivor. Yeah,
0: exactly. But okay, so Bobby Bones is gonna talk to them, and then he reveals that one of you four is actually a snake. <laughs> and then John, the tattoo guy, is like, What do you mean by that? I was <laughs> like, Wait, what? Do they not know the rules of the show they're about to be on? Like what what's I, going I on think here? That Sarah? is
1: that is true. Yeah, they they it has just gotten revealed to them that yeah, that is I, the format for the show. I don't know what they told them they were gonna do out here in the the jungle but
0: yeah it wasn't snake hunting it's possible that like with these new shows like like whenever like in 2000 when survivor was doing its first season mm-hmm. the people that signed up for that show i don't know like what they thought they were signing up for you know but, like <laughs> yeah. who who knows what they thought they were signing up for right uh but maybe they just put like advertising out there for like we need reality questions for a yeah. a four-person survival Um, social like just like really generic and then I bet they were like
1: it's like mini survivor you're gonna go in the jungle and do some challenges and maybe get some money
0: yeah I guess I don't know I don't know what they told him but it seemed weird to me that John now maybe they all do know the rules and John is already playing the game right here well also
1: at least one of them knows the rules right because one of them has to know that they're the snake already I would assume
0: yeah so or maybe that
1: was John just faking it.
0: Or do they not know when they're meeting him here and then so when production them pull like pulls him aside pulls like, like, and, and lets them know? That's possible. That's possible. Other than John saying, What do you mean by that? I don't think there's any like tells that come up.
1: No, Alicia looks so before. intense.
0: So yeah. Intense. So
1: I, but she always looks really intense. But I don't know. I made a note that like mm, she looks too intense right now.
0: <laughs> it's possible that they're showing up to the show. And then they're finding out all the rules, which is actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would imagine that in order to get some of these former Survivor contestants, that they would have to have at least some idea of what the competition was going to be if they didn't know mm. all the rules. But who knows? So this is when they're, we're going to get all their confessionals of saying, yes. like, say I not am the not snake. the snake. And Tris is like, I'm not the snake. But if I was, I'd be the best snake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And again, Alicia's confessional of "Not the Snake" is also way too intense.
0: That's uh, so you, you. You think you already picked up on stuff from that? Yeah,
1: from the very beginning. I'm like, uh, okay, this level of intensity is too damn high. What is going on?
0: I didn't. No, nah, okay. I didn't. I didn't consider anything in the confessionals. Confessionals are always weird because they're you know you're by yourself yeah. with a camera.
1: They're weird. So, forced, edited situations.
0: Yeah. So I don't put a ton of value in them. Uh, it's more when they like when they they're gonna start like questioning each other later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you get a lot more out of that than you do the confessionals.
1: Fair, but I was judging everyone. Yeah,
0: I got way. you. No, you gotta you gotta <laughs> play the game. <laughs> I think this is a fun like whodunit thing to watch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Bobby Bones is gonna explain thirty six hours. There's gonna be three snake clues in addition to the one that they're about to get for free, which he just tells yes. them right now. And two others are going to be one in a challenge, and then one is going to be available at the campsite that they're going to stay overnight at. Correct. So what is the first clue, Sarah?
1: The first clue is, opinions and comments, the snake likes to vent. They grew up in a house where kids came and went. I was not ready for all the rhyming that was going to (laughs) happen in the show
0: survivor used to do that too like they would leave uh like notes for each challenge in like the the mailbox that they have Mm -hmm. and they would it would always be like a rhyming poem and they would always like show it in like the early days of survivor and now they rarely maybe like once a season they'll show the contestants reading the tree mail Mm. um but yeah this reminded me of like old school old (laughs) school rhyming it's
1: (laughs) it's very cutesy a little sing-songy yeah So that's what we've learned about our our snake with the first clue. Already, do you have an opinion on who who the snake is?
0: My immediate thought when I heard this was like, okay, so the clues are gonna be like actual things about their real life, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, which is weird, and I'll get into that. I feel like Alicia and Trish are like famous enough that people might know their backstory. And I kind of thought like, okay, maybe they're not the snake because of that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like if they were like, I don't know though, because, but they might also just know John and Alicia and Sean have like never watched survivor or something like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe they they know the other three, like don't give a crap about the Olympics or something like that. So like, they have no idea. Uh, Maybe there's like a background check of that kind of sort, but I was already, um, thinking from this clue that like it would be weird if if alicia or trish were the snake and this and this was a clue
1: yeah there are clues later that made me want to like google some of them just to see if like oh, oh no no no, no no and i did not i did okay. not but i wanted to <laughs> yeah
0: and i i also what made me this made me think was like does the snake know what the clues are going to be
1: i mean what, that gives them too much...
0: You think it's too much? Too
1: much of an advantage, right? Because, like... I guess... The game is just talking to people while you walk places and hoping that something they said shows up in a clue later. Like, that's...
0: Really I guess, yeah. Or you can hear a clue and then start asking people questions that per, would relate to the clue. So yeah, they start uh, asking they people, They will have like,
1: also heard the clue and then be like, oh, guess I gotta hide that part away. Like, that's too easy, you know? You think so that's too that easy? or... Yeah. It's either that, or you have to catch somebody trying to sabotage something. Like,
0: yeah, it, I think it seems... knowing the
1: clues ahead of time is just way too beneficial.
0: Okay, um, my thought was that I guess I, I guess as somebody that would want to be the snake on the show, maybe <laughs> I'm coming in mm-hmm. from it from that perspective. But it seems like a lot to ask for somebody to come on the show and f- completely fabricate everything about their lives because anything about their lives could be used as a clue. You know? I mean, so They have to come up with now, an entirely different life. Okay, <laughs> like they yes. Yeah. But now
1: I'm thinking maybe I would be good at this because I play a lot of D&D and that is just coming up with a whole fake persona. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd be real good at that. Good,
0: good at being a snake.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, they might get suspicious when I'm like, mm, I'm an 82-year-old baker who is now a wizard. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's doable
0: i hope you would do better than that
1: <laughs> i guess but omwin is my best character so uh, he, he gets a lot of your time
0: and then my other thought was "Ooh, if john okay so i when i saw like grew up in a house where kids came and went that's like
1: mm-hmm.
0: foster care is what it sounds yeah like.
1: that's what it sounds like and then they say as much when they're like
0: discussing yeah. it. and but they're eventually they're gonna ask like oh how many siblings did you have which, like, mm-hmm. doesn't really relate to the clue, but kind of does, I guess. I guess well, if you I had mean, a bunch of siblings, they could come and go. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they might be busy with other stuff, and it just makes for a chaotic household, which is maybe what... Yeah, maybe, maybe what that, that is. Yeah,
0: maybe that's what it is, yeah. But then my thought was, okay, John's mom doesn't like his tattoos, but is it his birth mother?
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> true. You don't know. But that can also be true of... All and the community didn't talk though. about their moms
0: <laughs> because we already talked about John's mom. <laughs> yeah, that was my thought about
1: John. Yeah, like maybe that's his clue, just so that way you, as an audience member, like make a connection. Yeah. Of, Ooh, we talked about a mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you, Did you have any thoughts on this clue? <laughs> did you solve the Did you solve the mystery from this clue alone? Um,
1: no, but at this point, I was like, "Alicia's too intense." <laughs> she's suspicious oh really okay yeah real early i latched onto her
0: i don't have i don't have anything on alicia from this
1: well it's just like how intense she was in the beginning when they're like when he tells them that there's a snake it looked like she was trying real hard to not make a face and then and then in her cutaway of i am not the snake it was just like it was too much the energy oh. was, was still for the top. i just
0: i just looked at her as she's just like you know She's an intense athlete, and that's what intense athletes do. Which may
1: be true, but also like I cannot fathom having that level of intensity all the time. It just seems okay. Like that's it interesting. It would be a rough time.
0: That's interesting. Okay, okay. So we're not we're not even not necessarily on the same uh, wavelength okay. so far. I like this.
1: Okay, so but you had no no thoughts about anybody.
0: I had no thoughts about how anybody behaved up to this point. No. Okay. Um, as it pertained to them being the snake. Other than t- other than John being like, what do you mean by somebody's going to be the snake? <laughs> that was weird to me.
1: <laughs> Maybe they were just like, we need somebody to ask. He said there's a snake, and then no one said anything, and they're like, C- can one of you just ask what he means so that way he can explain it, please? <laughs> Maybe,
0: you might be right, yeah. But I would say John has the most red flags up to this point, if a- anybody sure. has red flags up to this it's point. It's because you're judging him by his tattoos, just like everybody else his whole <laughs> life. <laughs> we're also going to find out, That they're gonna get a bag of supplies with a watch and coordinates. Yes. And they're gonna have to follow the coordinates to get to the first challenge.
1: Yep. So the first part of this show is them hiking in the woods to this challenge.
0: Yes. I think before we get to the map, we're gonna get some conversation. Oh, yeah, we get to like the beginning of them like starting walking together.
1: Yes, they're having their getting to know you time. And I I was amused because John is immediately like, anybody who is not afraid of snakes can go first because I don't. don't like them
0: yes i read that down too i was like john is afraid of real snakes
1: (laughs) i mean which fair like mm, no fun i i would also similarly not want to be forging the path in the snake field jungle
0: yeah we're gonna find out that trish is a pilates instructor or this this is legitimately what she is saying to the other contestants at this point she tells them she's an Pilates instructor
1: it may not be true uh john says he's a bartender
0: okay i missed that okay that's not that's not <laughs>
1: hmm?
0: adrenaline junkie bartender we still have no idea what this guy does
1: well i mean he's got his day or night job and then he's got his his hobbies but like he just never talks making about making his, his mom angry
0: he doesn't talk about it at any point right what he's what he does correct. for adrenaline junkie okay because it's not it's not fighting snakes that's for sure
1: definitely not <laughs> or it is and he's just out there lying trying to seem like he's scared of snakes i don't know
0: now is this a red is this a red flag for sean that like the production told us he's an adrenaline junkie but then he never talks about it at any point in the show is that a red flag for for john as, no, the, as mean, the audience like trying to figure okay, it out if
1: i'm on this show my card would say that I love D&D, but I'm not going to talk about it out in the forest with a bunch of people. Like, that's not going to be the thing I bring up, probably. No, you're wrong. I mean, I'm wrong. I probably would. They'd be like, what do you like to do? And I'm like, D&D. So forget it. Yeah, maybe it is weird.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What I'd say is, like, it didn't come up. Like, he didn't mention it. And is he trying to hide that information? And that's why, I don't know. I, I, I'm taking every little thing I can get because I'm trying to figure this out.
1: <laughs> but I do think, like, their conversations in the beginning are very focused on, like, home life stuff because of this clue about having, you know, the house where kids came and went. Everybody's, like, latching onto that from the very beginning. So maybe yeah. that just influenced what they talked about.
0: Yeah. Well, in the very beginning, we just get these occupations. So Sean, yeah, he says he's in the military. And yes. he, he also and... teaches MMA. Yeah. Which is pretty wild.
1: And then Alicia says that she's a an Olympic athlete.
0: In track and field. This is where she says track and field, yeah.
1: Did she say track and field?
0: Okay. Yeah. And then we cut away, and we get another, like, big overlay on the screen of a map as if they're, mm-hmm. like, traversing the jungle. Yes. And on this map, it says Santo Tomas, which yes. I googled, and I think it's in Guatemala. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. Assuming that that's an accurate label of the area that they're in. <laughs> on mm-hmm. this cartoon and map. There aren't
1: multiple <laughs> yeah. called the same thing. But
0: no. Guatemala's in Central America, so <laughs> I figured good it's odds solid, that it's right. Yeah, good yeah. odds that it's right. Yeah. Now I don't know if every episode is gonna be in Guatemala of the show, but we'll see.
1: We'll see uh if the camp is the same next time or whatever. Yeah.
0: So it's gonna have a it's gonna have like a dot on the map. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Like
0: a red dot on the map. It's gonna show like a line, like, wiggling down to another <laughs> dot on the map that says, like, the first challenge or something.
1: Mm-hmm. No real idea of scale or anything, so yeah, I don't know how long this trek takes.
0: Yeah, I would hope it's fairly long because you do want them to, like, force them to talk to each other.
1: But you also um, don't want to tire them out because they have physical challenges. Uh, who cares up. about
0: that? <laughs> no, that doesn't matter. Okay. You want them to struggle on the challenges. That's
1: true. <laughs> More dramatic. So maybe, yeah, a real long walk for talking and tiring them out.
0: So we get like a traveling montage with this map. Plus we get some more conversations, I think, along the way. And somebody's going to ask uh Sean, when did when did you join the Navy? Maybe Alicia asked him. And he answered kind of like um 2007? <laughs> like like he wasn't sure, which I thought was interesting. Now, I'm not the best at remember the exact years that I do certain yeah. things, so I'm not going to like say this is like a huge red flag but it is like a little weird that's a little
1: weird because you might not know the year but you might be like i've been in it for like 10 years or whatever yeah
0: i feel like military people are very ready to answer this question usually like how long they've been of service yeah
2: Mm
0: -hmm. so it was a little weird that he had to think about how to answer this question
2: yeah Um, i agree
0: yeah first first red flag on sean here (laughs) And then we get this is more Trish stuff. Trish is great. <laughs> she has a confessional where she she claims to have read specific books that can tell you if people are lying.
1: She brings this up a couple times. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I believe her that she's done this because this is actually a thing that people will often do before going on Survivor.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, this I think
0: this is true, and I bet there is some value to reading these books and. More okay. than anything else, she's played Survivor before, so she can tell if people people yeah, are lying. She should
1: have an advantage in this area. Yes,
0: exactly. Anything else on this trek before the first challenge, Sarah?
1: I just have that like Trish has a chaotic energy, and I'm here for it.
0: Yes, it's just, yeah,
1: I like her.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like her too. So we arrive at the first challenge, and yeah. Bobby Bones. <laughs> I I didn't catch the name of the second challenge, but I did catch the name of this challenge, which is mm-hmm. called High Wire Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Very creative. Is, did you catch the name of the second challenge? Uh, does it have the word snake is, in it? <laughs> it?
1: Does not have. I don't think it has the the snake in it. It's like some play on ruins or tomb or something. Oh, like okay.
0: I was hoping it. that every challenge would just have the word snake in it. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to the challenge, Bobby is going to like start talking to them. About their journey to the first, on the way to the first challenge. And he mm-hmm. almost like forces them to say like, oh, who do you think the snake is right now? And it's like, they haven't and, even done a challenge yet.
1: <laughs> yes. But Alicia immediately, at least the way it's edited. The way it's edited, It's yeah. like, John's a snake. He he wasn't really answering a lot of questions. And he's like, I was in the back. I couldn't yeah. hear you. And she's like,
0: suspicious. Yeah.
1: She's just, like, coming in strong, which I found to be suspicious.
0: She is. I See, I chalked this up to kind of the edit where, like, I feel like everybody had to answer this question, but they showed Alicia because John had, like, the biggest response to it or something. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, I actually do agree with Alicia here that John's response is, like, kind of defensive.
1: Yeah, but... Like, he could have just mean... been, like... It is a valid point. Like, if you're walking in a straight line of people in front of you and like everyone is facing away from you, it can be harder to hear. Yeah.
0: But he chose where to be in the line because he was afraid of snakes, supposedly. Well, he tried to go
1: in the middle, but then everybody. Just oh, yeah. That actually
0: him. did happen. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. That's entirely his fault.
0: But I don't maybe. I'm maybe... on the
1: John is the snake train. Just uh, I'm, not,
0: I'm not saying everybody's snake. I'm just going to point out anything that could mean <laughs> that yeah. you are being untruthful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: not if you were the snake not a bad idea to be in the back though because then you oh, yeah. might Take have to answer less last question so that's yep. you know he was trying not to be in the front so you know it could be something
1: i agree it's a good move
0: <laughs> um so sarah do you want to describe this challenge attempt to describe this challenge okay
1: so there is a canyon there are three wires across this canyon and at one end There are also three crates that are attached to said wires. And two people are going to go out on the outer wires, unhook one of the crates, hopefully both hold it and bring it back. And the way they come back is the other two people have to reel them in, but they also have to like hold on to this little locking mechanism above them. That will allow them to slide back in. And in these crates are little medals that they have to put. They have to get so many snake medallions to put on this stand. And they only have 25 minutes to get it done.
0: Very hard challenge to describe without any visual aids. Um, (laughs) I was confused watching it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They don't need all of the boxes.
0: Yeah, that was confusing. They definitely
1: need more than one box.
0: Yeah, because they need to get like five snake medallions, but each box... Has like, a different the amount. The first
1: one only had one in it, which seemed.
0: And you said three little. boxes. I feel like there were more than three boxes.
1: Were there? I don't I know. I thought there were only three.
0: I missed they like, only
1: interacted something about three the challenge. During what we were watching.
0: Okay. I thought, like, at the bottom of the canyon, like, when they dropped one, that there was, mm-hmm. like, I thought I saw more dropped boxes than what we saw. But I don't know. Maybe that was, like, a test for production or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's important to note that the people out on the wires are on in crazy harnesses. Yeah, their safety is not a concern.
0: Yeah, it's as safe as it gets for these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I th- I think one of the the so like the first box I think only has like one medallion in it. Yeah, and then there's more medallions in the future boxes, but, but they're they get heavier. heavier and somehow like the last box. I think the last box, they have to get like five of these medallions. I think the last box has like four in it,
2: Mm.
0: but it's like super heavy. So even if they drop a couple boxes along the way, they can still come back if they can get like the super heavy box at the end is the idea. It was kind of hard to follow this. (laughs) Yes. But the things, the highlight here are that like, I am not familiar with these harnesses and these cables and how they work. Mm -hmm. But like you said, there's like a grip thing that the person out, on the canyon has to like hold so that yes. the person that's not out on the canyon can, not, in, can like pull in. them back in. And if you yes. don't squeeze this thing hard enough, there's going to be like too much friction and yeah, you won't, be, and you able won't
1: to, be able to, you'll get stuck.
0: Won't be able to go anywhere.
1: So you basically like need a lot of hand strength.
0: And this was weird. Cause I feel like they went, the show went into like more detail in this challenge and specifically pointed this out to us. In a way that, like, on a lot of competition shows, like, there would be no reason to explain this point because you would just be like, oh, you're going to go out there and retrieve the boxes above the canyon and then you bring them back. But they had to, like, talk about this because it's going to come up in the challenge. I don't know if that is important to identifying who the snakes is, but I'm curious to hear what you think about this challenge as we get to to... it. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, they choose that John and Sean should go out on the lines because they're big strong dudes or whatever i guess
0: i thought that was a weird choice oh i guess they have to carry the boxes so that's why okay
1: and then alicia and trish
0: are gonna stay on the they're
1: gonna stay and pull them reel them back in yeah which basically means they're doing nothing for most of the time
0: yeah it turns out that way i see if you're the so if you're the snake in this it's super easy to sabotage if you're out hanging on the canyon because you can just drop the boxes I don't if know you what you would do. In,
1: I don't know what you're yeah. Yeah, tricks. you
0: could reel in slowly um and try to waste time, I guess.
1: Or you could try to like reel in one person faster than the other one is so they get like disconnected a little bit or something maybe because if like they're Oh, if they were carrying to, it together, to yeah. Great. That would be difficult.
0: Yeah, um, I guess there's some stuff you can do. But that's not going to come up because of how this challenge goes. But even before they go out, at least just says says the John. He's like they're like, if you drop it, we know you're the snake.
1: <laughs> like, that's not how bodies work, you know? Well, like, John does. You're just not strong yeah. enough for things. John,
0: John does look very strong. And it, it was coming up the fact that, like, Alicia already was thinking that John was the snake. So she was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah,
1: she's just kind of being shitty to him for no real reason here
0: at least he's just super competitive you know
1: <laughs> yeah but is that beneficial to her in this moment i don't think so
0: so you think this is more alicia red flags
1: i don't know that, that she's being like she's the snake i just mean okay i mean she might be a little bit of a jerk
0: <laughs> oh oh interesting that's not i didn't i didn't take that at all
1: or or it might be she's the snake and really trying to push the he's the snake agenda yeah
0: that's what I, I thought it's either that or she's just this is just her personality i don't think she was being like offensive she was just like
1: it's just she, she was saying un- the reality of situation confrontational thing to say that
0: i guess it's, it's fine it's fine yeah john and sean are out there uh they're gonna get to the first box they they get out there pretty easily uh, but they get to the yeah. first box and they're like okay they have to like unhook it and they're both holding the box together
1: yeah it seems like complicated to try to unhook the box and not let it fall like yeah because it's it's tied in there pretty weirdly yeah um but they managed to do that and they both have a hand on it
0: and then they both get a hand on it and they're holding it but neither of them at first can squeeze the thing that yes, <laughs> so allows them to get pulled it in yeah. yeah and sean is really struggling with it the navy guy yeah um but John and...
1: is able to get his going, and then he ends up just kind of taking the crate back himself while Sean continues to struggle. Yeah,
0: and he's, like, this crate is so heavy, or at least John is making it look so heavy, that, like, his arm is, like, straight down, and he's not, like, he's yes. not even bending it. Mm-hmm. And this is the lightest crate.
1: Correct. And it's also just has to be, like, a really awkward, like, weight distribution situation to be into. Yeah, he
0: has his hand above him to squeeze the 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 thing and then he has to and then he's holding the box with one arm which was not intended like this is not how the challenge was intended to be done it was intended yeah, for two to people both
1: go down at the same time each holding half the box
0: so pretty impressive bobby bones is like he's like commentating the challenge he's like looks like a scene from every sylvester stallone movie <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> i guess so <laughs>
1: is that something jeff Probst would say or does bobby Bones? i don't
0: think jeff would jeff jeff doesn't do stuff like that in challenges i don't think he'll just be like hyping how impressive things were i don't Mm -hmm. know if you would make an analogy like that okay but bobby bones is doing his best best to really hype up this challenge basically (laughs) and they're calling this a canyon Mm
1: -hmm. i guess it
0: is a canyon I think of more like the Grand Canyon. but
1: Oh, well, yeah, it is not fall. the biggest canyon, but it is yeah. still a canyon. It's, the
0: fall is legitimately yeah. like 500 feet, it looks like. Um, yeah. But it's not the widest canyon. Right. Yeah.
1: But it's still like a decent enough space that them trying to get back, it, it's a long time to carry this big box.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Sean can't squeeze the thing. He's not going anywhere. John is able to get the first box back. And the first box had one snake medallion in it, something like that.
1: Mm -hmm. so now they they go back out to the next box and they untie it again and they're each holding a side of it and basically john has the the clippy thing he's got to squeeze he has that figured out so he starts moving right away and and sean still is not figuring it out like even though they're like okay we're gonna go now like he just cannot figure it out so John starts sliding back right away because you don't actually need the person to reel you in from the very first part of it, I guess, because it's kind of like... Yeah,
0: it's kind of like the, downhill the, yeah. on the rope, but then eventually there's like too much slack in the rope and you have to be pulled in, I think right. is the idea.
1: So he starts zooming away and it basically rips the other half of the, like, the box out of Sean's hand. So again, it's just John with the crate again. Yes. But he stops and tries to like swing it up so sean can like get the other side of it but it's not working yeah so they drop this second box we see it smash on the ground below
0: <laughs> yeah they get to watch the, it. the fall which makes it look like a serious fall. drop yeah yes.
1: and then they're going back up for the third and the last what box. i think is the final box
0: which somehow they can still win even though they only got the first and maybe yeah. the third if they can get it yeah but this box is going to be the heaviest they're like resting i i feel like they haven't used that much time on the clock so far like the first box took them like five minutes and then they probably took less time to drop the second box is what i'm yeah. guessing uh-huh. um so they still have a good amount of time so sean and uh and john are just kind of like resting on the especially john yeah they're like resting next to their box and trish starts like yelling at them like but like in a positive way like yeah, trying to motivate way. them yeah, yeah. Do you want to describe what John's reaction to this? Well, actually, you know, Alicia Alicia had a good reaction where she was like, oh, no, no, no. Alicia said something to the effect of, like, in a confessional where, like, she was like, Chris starts yelling at them to motivate them. I'm just like, and I was like, oh, that's what we're doing.
1: She's like, I guess if he needs to hear, I guess that, if he like, needs
0: motivation, <laughs>
1: like, like she's not an athlete who has never been yelled at for motivation before. Like, like this isn't something she's ever experienced. Oh, she know? could be
0: somebody that like, doesn't need that. Yeah, I, I, like, I get she it. Just like, seems
1: super judgy about
0: it. You think so? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. It's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I... I wouldn't be mad at Trish for what she's doing, but I also yeah. would be like, okay, this is not necessary, you know? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, she, it is over the top, but, like, whatever. However it's
0: serious fine. this situation is to me is going to be the same level of serious that it is. <laughs> like, you, you, like, getting, you're not going to get me any more amped up than I already am mm-hmm. for this, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, she's yelling, like, think about that money and what you're going to do with it. And, you know, <laughs> you got this. And then John's like, oh. Now I got this? What about earlier when yes. you know, I was the snake just because of all my tattoos and because I look like I just came out of prison? <laughs> and I've always been judged for this. And it's like, whoa, John.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Clearly, they did not show us something that happened earlier. Like, when they asked them who they thought the snake was and we just saw Alicia blame John, Trish must have also, like, chimed in because, oof.
0: I think they all collected. Alicia said it, but I think they all like kind of collectively agreed that John was the most suspect. Um, but they didn't get talk specifics like Alicia did.
1: But he uh, definitely took it to heart and took yeah. it a little hard.
0: But I had the exact same reaction as Alicia did to this, which is they go back <laughs> to her in a confessional, and she's like, "That was not the time for a sob story." <laughs> like they're in the middle of a time challenge, and he's like, 100%. Gimmick, yes." <laughs> So to me I was like I was like okay this has to be a red flag for John yeah. is like wasting time it's, it's really in this challenge really, like this yeah. is so unreasonable but at the same time I I kind of believe that John is just this sensitive about stuff mm-hmm. and
1: I mean his mom like, doesn't like his tattoos this is like
0: genuinely an issue for him that he cannot like he he's like looking to talk about it almost like it's yeah. kind of crazy
1: And, like, yeah, that's definitely a thing. People with a lot of tattoos get judged harshly for having, you know, like, people have certain expectations about them, which can be difficult to deal with, but this is not the time. And then, like, Trish is kind of, like, defending herself, like, wait, don't think about that now. Like, we're in this together, you know? And and then, at that point, Sean's just like, stop bickering until the challenge is done.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think Trish was trying to get it, like, back to a a reasonable conversation yeah but, it was, but john it was not, not going <laughs> well yeah. He, yeah
1: he did not want oh <laughs>
0: uh, yeah this is pretty unbelievable i would be full team alicia on this i would have been like oh <laughs> and the confessional being like what is happening right now like <laughs> this we need to get this challenge done yes
1: <laughs> But so eventually they get past this
0: yeah and john is gonna like it, it, he finally gets the oh no no this okay this is weird so What's actually going to happen is, I guess Sean has figured out how to release the thing. So he is actually going to give it a go, but he also gives it a go by himself, like John did.
1: Yeah, but they, like, before releasing the crate from the the rope, they've, like, put his one arm all the way through the handle of the crate. So it's, like, flung over his shoulder, almost. Or it will be once or they elbow. release it.
2: Oh, okay. Or, exactly. yeah,
1: somewhere in that general yeah. area but
0: okay I was they don't they don't talk about this is that we got the scene where alicia was like if you drop the box you're the snake yeah. and then john did drop the box the mm-hmm. second box i wonder I, I don't know why they wouldn't show this if this happened but i wonder if like it, it didn't really make sense to me why they were like sean is now the Should best just, option yeah. for the, the heaviest box and it's mm-hmm. like maybe maybe John was tired or whatnot, but it it almost seemed to me that they were like, okay, John is not allowed to touch the third box because they all think yeah. he's the snake. Is the idea? I, yeah, I, that
1: that yeah, I, I think thought that it could have been the
0: thing. They didn't talk about that, but it it was weird that Sean like made, yes. did a go of the slacks box. Um, but what's gonna happen is he gets like he slides down as far as he can go without the, being pulled, but then when he gets to that like slack point where he can't go any further. He gets stuck again
1: and he's he's hanging onto this very extra heavy crate with just the one arm because it has not stayed up like in the crook of his elbow like he was trying, yeah, it's, it's full extension, and that is making it harder for him to pull the thing
0: yeah, and so he he can't continue supposedly okay. he yeah. like can't get the the thing un, unstuck again, so it forces now John to actually like slide down. To catch up to him and actually Mm. give it a go by himself.
1: Yeah. So they like swing the crate up to him and he manages to get the other side.
0: Yeah. And then John's going to have this very dramatic, like, I guess once he grabs the box, he also can't do the clip thing. Um, I don't
1: know if that, I don't understand the mechanics of this clip thing. Yeah. But it, it feels like that shouldn't be an issue. Like he's saying that it's because it's the box is so heavy that he can't pull on the release.
0: But yeah, that
1: I, doesn't I, seem like it makes I sense. I think that's
0: believable. I, I don't know if this is like kind of like a failed production mm-hmm. challenge where they were just expected too much for these guys. Maybe. Um, but this challenge was clearly intended to be like two people holding the box, and they're just not doing it yeah. that way. And it, it looks mm-hmm. like, okay, one, if if your entire body is being dragged down to this box, it's hard to reach up. And then mm-hmm. with your grip strength, like, yeah. undo this thing. Uh, but basically, basically, it's just going to get stuck.
1: Yeah, but he manages to get the crate, like, between his feet. Like, he's going to reach up with both hands then to... Oh, um, that's what he was trying to do? Thing. Okay, yeah. But then it it just slips right through. Like, he doesn't have a grip on that. He wasn't able to get his foot through the handle or any of the other ropes, and, and it just it just drops, and... Yeah. That's it. They they failed the challenge.
0: They do this whole dramatic thing where, like, I don't know if it's, like, Trish or Alicia, but they're like, don't drop that box. Don't drop it. <laughs> and then he, like, lets go with his hands and puts it in between his feet, like you said. And he's actually, like, able to hold the box in between yeah, his he feet Yeah, he held it longer
1: while. than I thought. And that
0: that was, possible. like, a little suspicious to me. Like, I was like, this is, this box is so heavy or it's light enough that you can, like, hold it in between your feet, but...
1: Maybe he just I don't know. skips leg day. and <laughs> I don't you know. know, yeah. He's super buff. Yeah. He,
0: like you said, he's going to drop it, and they're going to fail this challenge. But what, what are your thoughts on the performance of Sean and John in this challenge as it pertains to them potentially sabotaging it?
1: Okay, so John's little outburst was ridiculous and suspicious. But Sean's inability to figure out this clippy thing seems also very suspicious.
0: Yeah. To me, it's a really hard to tell if it's just like this was just too challenging. Like production made it also too hard. part of it, yeah. It's hard to tell. But considering, like, I based on the first clue, I thought like, okay, it seems unlikely that production would have chosen Alicia and Trish to be the snakes. It put these two guys like at the top of my list. In terms mm, of yeah. who I thought the snake would be after this challenge. Yeah. It seemed like something between these two guys was fishy.
2: Yeah, But at the
0: same time, Alicia and Trish like didn't have the opportunity to try to sabotage the challenge. So yeah. they could have just been sitting there and got a free ride as the snake. So <laughs> not not too much was learned from this challenge, but I did think it was an interesting first challenge. i'm
1: hoping that production has learned from this at the very least because i don't i think there's some tweaking that needs to happen
0: yeah they they can come up with something else but yeah so no first clue
1: but yeah bobby bones even opens the little thing and he's like this is the clue but i'm not gonna give it. he he does (laughs) i
0: didn't even notice yeah so yeah pretty intense first challenge i'd say yeah definitely (laughs) um and still confused as to (laughs) i i do think it's interesting as like this is the first time like nobody's like when people played survivor the first time
2: mm-hmm.
0: like there was essentially one guy who was like you know it would be a good idea like if we just made an alliance and we all voted together <laughs> like <laughs> like and like that was enough to be like like they they formed an alliance with like four people and they just like ran mm-hmm. the show because yeah. everybody else was like ooh alliances that's like cheating
1: <laughs> like, and then that's now like the that's not like the entire show <laughs> yeah and
0: you're in multiple alliances and that's when it gets interesting mm-hmm. so i do think like the meta of like okay what do you do if you're the snake on the show is an interesting thing to think about um mm-hmm. i don't know if you have any thoughts on it but my my thought is like just help do the challenges like don't act like you're the snake in the challenges and if mm-hmm. like are yeah. the clues really gonna be that detrimental to your secrecy that it's worth risking people thinking you're the snake because of your performance and the challenges like uh, that's kind of how i view it
1: at this point they have no idea i guess they have had one clue so they sort of get the idea of what it's going to be like but like that feels like some second season analysis that's going to be a little easier for people to do
0: but i mean i i'm th- i'm thinking it's like you know i signed up for the show i'm out there mm-hmm. it's the first episode They tell me the rules (laughs) and (laughs) over the next 36 hours, I'm thinking about what, what do I do uh, if I'm the snake, you know? So I don't know. Like, I don't think my my strategy would not be to intentionally fail the challenges, you know, unless it was very easy, like, like, um. I could do something where nobody was going to see me and it would totally right. blow the challenge. Like something that was really easy. But stuff like this where everybody can see you, I would just do it. And if mm-hmm. you perform well, that's only going to help you hiding, I think. Yeah, more than it's yeah. more than the clue is going to be uh, helping you reveal yourself.
1: And it's already like people are definitely looking for like if you fail and just because it's hard, they're still going to say you're the stake. Like you don't need to add to any of that by actually trying to fail.
0: Yeah. So I'm not putting a lot of stock in this john and sean performance in this challenge but they are my top two options right now okay. so now now they have to travel to the campsite right
1: yep so more walking and talking
0: yeah and we get another map scene
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: where they're like now they're the dot from the
2: camp
0: from the first <laughs> challenge is going to the campsite
2: yeah
0: and i guess they're, they're, they're gonna stay overnight it's only one night when i first had 36 hours i think in the last podcast oh i was, I was thinking like oh that's three days <laughs> But it's actually only like a day and a half, so (laughs) it's only one night out in the wilderness. Yeah, Um, it's basically one challenge one day, and then one challenge the Mm -hmm. next day, and then I guess the snake pit slash tribal council (laughs) is going to in
1: the evening. Yeah, in
0: the evening of that next night. So that's the thirty six hour time span. So what do they talk about on this next traveling journey to the campsite? What do you have? Well,
1: John initially tries to you know commiserate with Sean about like how his hips hurt because the harness was like digging in or whatever
0: yeah that's classic post challenge talk
1: <laughs> but then alicia's like oh we got to talk about that like we have to clear yeah, yeah. air or whatever <laughs> like she immediately wants to get in on like why'd you guys fuck
0: up?" john ag- John agrees though he's like yeah he's like yeah we didn't get up to the right on the right foot you know well, he's, he's much more like reasonable he's trying
1: to like Clear the air and whatever, and she's like, "Mm, "I'm gonna figure out why you're the snake."
0: (laughs) Oh, you think so? That's That's not. Yeah, you're all over Alicia. Your your interpretation is so much different than mine. It's interesting.
1: I think just like baseline, we're very, very different personalities, right? Like,
0: I would say you don't have a lot in common. (laughs) Yeah, like you probably don't hang out or interact with people that are like Alicia very often.
1: Yeah, I don't hang out with sports people. Yeah, super intense people. I'm definitely more of the the laid back situation yeah. so like this behavior seems so foreign to me that it's just automatically suspicious, uh, okay. which is probably not fair
0: that's interesting yeah i to me it's like you know it's it's kind of how athletes act so it's not necessarily like suspicious you know but yeah uh but i, I like this we have different perspectives on these people <laughs> but yeah john i would say john isn't as defensive as he was at the first challenge and is more like oh yeah let's just talk about it you know so i like mm-hmm. I like that they did that and john is gonna like kind of open up even more than he did during the challenge about like
1: yes. stuff that happened
0: in his life and kind of gets like emotional so about... much so yeah
1: yeah he's emotional about his his upbringing and like his connection with his mom who doesn't like his tattoos yeah but like he opens up so much that the show decides that this is a time to teach us something. Yes, about I love this. So
0: John, like he, he talks about this emotional stuff, and then the, the show just like freezes the screen on John, and then puts another scroll overlay next to him. Bobby Bones is doing his dramatic voice again, and he's yeah. like, he's like, tell, and it says, tell number one, gaining sympathy. <laughs> and then Bobby Bones reads the text, and it says, The best snakes tend to prey on the emotions of their listeners, knowing the sympathy leads to trust. Ooh, interesting, Sarah. I don't know if I would have necessarily I guess I'm not as responsive to sympathy stuff Mm. as most people are. So I would not think that he was like trying to play me, you know, by like telling me this stuff. No. I wouldn't. I would just think like, oh, this is just what he likes to talk about. For some reason did you see the legitimacy of this tell
1: i mean it is a reasonable idea i don't know that it's the truth in this circumstance but um they do have a uh confessional moment with trish where she's like after that challenge i really thought he was the snake but then he opened up about you know his upbringing and i thought hmm, maybe not so they're like showing yeah trick working even whether or not he's the snake
0: yeah. I thought that was weird. I was like, Trish, really? you really, you really <laughs> fond for this?
1: <laughs> I thought she was supposed to be the one who read all the books online and knew what was up.
0: Well, well but she's actually interpreting kind of the way I am, where it's actually not a tell that he's a snake.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: But she's kind of phrasing it as like, oh, I am sympathetic for him. And therefore, it's almost like she doesn't want him to be the snake anymore because she yeah. kind of likes him more. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. the idea. In terms of gaining sympathy on these shows, like, a lot of times in Survivor, it'll be, like, if, if you're just, like, really not in the majority alliance and there's, like, not much you can do, that's when you might see the sympathy card kind of come into play. Like, they'll go mm-hmm. to somebody and be like, oh, it's always been my dream on the show to make the jury or something. Like, say you're, like, right. one vote away. Like, you come up with something mm-hmm. to make people think, like, oh, like, I'll try to get you to throw, throw you a bone. Um, but
1: this is a different circumstance, because no exactly. matter what top story you have, like, either you are or are not the snake, that doesn't change. Yeah, that's
0: what I was saying. Like, I if somebody was trying to gain sympathy in a situation where I knew, like, they were desperate, that's when, like, I would be like, okay, they're trying to get something out of me with this. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's it's kind of like that, because, like, I guess John feels like he's kind of being ganged up on here. Like, all three of them kind of agreed that he was most likely the snake. So I guess it might have, like, the tell might apply here. But I didn't put much stock into what he was saying.
1: (laughs) And also it is sort of an excuse for, like, his outburst he had earlier, right? Which may otherwise be viewed as a time-wasting tactic. So he's sort of explaining that away.
0: Yeah. I get why he said what he said. But I don't mm-hmm. really get why the show decided to be like this is a tell <laughs> that somebody <laughs> might be the snake. Because <laughs> this they, is like a they production just to find
1: liars. <laughs>
0: yeah. So this is gonna be the first of three tells that production is gonna yeah. put on the screen <laughs> throughout the show, and the first one is about mm-hmm. John gaining sympathy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, so that's a big thing that happens on the way to the campsite. But then they're gonna arrive at the campsite,
1: and the sun has not quite set yet. So they're like, we. there's supposed to be a clue here. Time to look for clues. And people start to like spread out. But Alicia's just like, you know, if the snake is alone and finds the clue, they're going to destroy it, right? We should be together.
0: Yeah, this so this was the clue that kind of confused me. Like This This is the second of the three clues that they can win. But all it is is just like a, a search for the clue once yeah. they get to camp. Mm-hmm. And I think they knew about it before they got there. So it was like as soon as they got there, it was like a thing to do. Let's right. go look for the clue. And this is very Survivor-like with, like, finding idols. Right, Where right, it's right. like... Uh, um... Everybody
1: goes off to get firewood or whatever. I'm air-quoting here. Yeah.
0: Now, now, what they decide to do here, though, is, like, it seemed as though they all just kind of looked for the, the clue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm guessing that production kind of thought this would be more like Survivor, where some people would, like, want to talk to each other and ask people questions, and then, like, one person would, like, go look for the clue. Yeah, And they start being like, oh, the person that's looking for the clue must be the snake because they actually want to, like, destroy the clue. Right. You know, I, but it didn't really turn into that. They just kind of all look for it. And then they eventually find it, like, under a log that was on some rocks.
1: Yeah, I think it went that way because, like, the sun was setting. Like, if they had more time at camp before dark, it may have played out
0: differently. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or maybe they just found it really fast. It seemed like it was like literally in the campsite. Like they didn't have to. Oh,
1: yeah. It was like. Go into the
0: jungle to look for it, you know?
1: Production had made some sort of bench out of a tree trunk on some rocks. And I think um, Alicia and Sean found it together.
0: Yeah. What's the second clue, sir?
1: So this clue is one team to fly. The snake joined a big team that's known to aim high and have self esteem.
0: There you go. That's the second yep. clue. <laughs> The immediate thoughts on this was that it applied to Alicia and Sean because Alicia was in the Olympics. She was on an
1: Olympic team, which is like a big team, and he's in the Navy. And he's in the the military, as far as they know.
0: And then. Some of at some point they're gonna start like reading these clues and like getting a little bit more meta with it, and then they they look at the phrase like wanting to fly, and yeah. then they start to like convince themselves that like oh Sean's not just in the military, he's like a pilot in the air force or something. It's like what well, they I
1: think they might know he's in the navy because at some point, and this might be well later. John is like, well, they have aircraft carriers in the Navy and there are planes on those aircraft carriers. And and Sean's just like, I'm an admin. Like, I don't yeah. fly anything.
0: Yeah, but they think he's lying. Like, they yeah. think, like, he, like, told, like, a partial truth.
2: Mm-hmm. And now
0: if, if, like, say, like, he knew he was a snake, that's what I was wondering, like, did he know the clues? Because, like, I, I don't know who actually the snake is, but, like, let's say he does actually fly planes for the Navy. And mm-hmm. he, but he knew this clue was going to be a clue in the game. The only thing he took out of his story was that he was a pilot, you know? Yeah. So that's why I thought maybe they know what the clues are in advance. So he chose, like, not to change his story, his life story that much. Just he took out the fact that he was a pilot because he realized it would pertain to the clue.
1: I still don't think, like, they should know the clues ahead of time. That seems too.
0: Okay. To... I think it's pretty hard to come up, fabricate your entire life just on the off chance that something <laughs> might come up, but
1: yeah, but it's I don't really know. Really easy to do that if you know exactly the places you have to. Like, there's no way for anyone to figure out this if you're if you know exactly. It's what just well, about.
0: it's just social cues, and what you the idea is that you're when people lie, you're supposed to read that they're lying to you. You know, not necessarily. Like yeah. to me, the worst case scenario of the show is that whoever production chooses as the snake is just so bad at being the snake that everybody figures it out like mm-hmm. in the first hour and then yeah. the rest of the show is almost like I guess production can do some things to try to like mix it up and like Bobby Bones could add ask some leading questions or something to to yeah. make them like get uh off track. But I don't know. I I, I would be worried that making it too hard for the snake would make the show bad. So that's why I was just thinking like, okay, maybe they know about the clues in advance. I don't know. We don't know. I just thought it was an interesting topic.
1: <laughs> but like this clue feels like it's a Sean clue to me. I feel like he is telling a partial truth and he, he might be a Marine. And they're like, what is there? They're saying it's like the few, the proud, the Marines, right? That's, that's yeah. self-esteem right there. It's like it's considered the, the like, most elite part of the military or whatever so yeah yeah that feels like a sean i
0: mean known to aim high and have self-esteem is like literally anybody that would be casted on this show well, except for maybe john i don't know <laughs> but well, like tri- this this is a this is like a good way of des- describing trish as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: um like just everything she does in her life she just aims high and she has high yeah. self-esteem. so
1: but you don't know how high in the air he gets when he's doing his adrenaline junkie stuff because
0: that's true it it literally could apply to anybody that's what I think these clues are not things to worry about if you're the snake on the show don't worry about the clues and if you lose because of the clues just blame it on production you'll be like I did a good job but production screwed (laughs) me over that's what I think
1: yeah I mean they have to like each clue has to apply to definitely one person in an obvious way and everyone in a if you think about it too hard way yeah
0: but the but the way that we saw the show is that the production chose to show us the contestants thinking about Alicia and Sean after this clue. Mm-hmm. And we didn't we haven't talked I guess we have been talking about it, but the concept of they called it edgic, I think is the term that people will use when they watch Survivor. Where it's like sometimes you can figure out who's gonna win the show based on how they're editing people.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is not the skill I have, which is why I figured yeah. it in,
0: figuring this out. <laughs> and, but I've never seen the edit of this show, so I don't know how they edit it. But mm-hmm. I, I am looking at the edit to some degree to come up with my theories. But I don't know if I should be doing that or not, yeah. if I'm actually trying to get this right.
1: Well, here's my question. Like, with that, I was thinking about it, and I was like, would the show want a big reveal, because that's exciting, or would they want it to be figured out, like... Have able to figure it out so they feel like smart and want to watch again
0: my instinct would say that for the first episode of the show you would want the audience to be able to figure it out Mm -mm. because i think that's fun and especially (laughs) with our experience was we we played this game with each other when we watched the crime scene show Yes, and I was always a little upset whenever I got it wrong, like
1: <laughs> which I like, feel was most of the time. I'm gonna brag here a little bit i I got it right a lot more. I later. mean,
0: there's six people on that show, so it's harder than this yeah. um but yeah, like if I got too many wrong in a row. For a certain amount of episodes, I'd start being like, ah, oh, this show, uh, let's stop yeah, watching this watching show. <laughs> <Yeah. anymore. laughs> so from my perspective, I would make the first episode easier than maybe other episodes where mm-hmm. I want people to get it right. Or the other option is edit it in a way where you trick the audience, but you better have a good reveal yeah. as to why the snake is the snake if you're going to do that. So maybe there's a good reveal that is going to trick us.
1: But it does feel like the show right now in the way it's, teaching you about tells and like ooh, can you spot the lies and figure it out it feels like it wants you to be able to figure it out so it would be like a frustrating cop out if they were like big reveal here are the things you didn't know I'd Be like well then how was i supposed to figure it out
0: yeah so they get the second clue and then yes. alicia <laughs> now i'm really curious what you think of this move <laughs> alicia <laughs> just just denounces to everybody that she's gonna hold on to the clue
2: <laughs> yes
0: now this doesn't matter, right? Cuz they already read the clue aloud. Now I guess people could forget right. what the clue is and want to like relook at it. But it really doesn't matter who holds onto the clue.
1: Yeah, but when she's like pressed about it, her excuse is like, "Well, you know, we're all going to sleep here and we don't know if the the snake will take it and destroy it." And it's like, "I mean, okay, but yeah, again, you already read it." So, mm, yeah. Weird. <laughs>
0: Okay, let's let's get to the... We're going to get our second tell here because this is what yeah. Alicia does. So tell number two is called Taking Control. It says, some snakes are narcissistic and will try to control people around them in order to deny accountability. And this is like the, the tell for Alicia because she's trying to yeah. hold on to the clue and take control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did you think of this? <laughs> this tell, Sarah?
1: It feels like a weird judgment call that they're saying this is based in narcissism, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, taking control makes sense, but the, the words that they chose to use to yeah. the relate... like
1: Denying accountability is like, no, you're trying to control the situation yeah. so that way you don't look suspicious. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah. But what do you What do you think of this, this idea of being like, I'm holding onto the clue? I wouldn't have even thought that it would matter. I wouldn't have even thought about it. But now that she did it, What do you think about it before I I say what I think
1: feels unnecessarily like confrontational again, like,
0: but in terms of she
1: could have just held on to it and then like, put it in her bag over time when people stopped thinking about it. But she was just like, no, I'm doing it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Like, when asked about it, she's like, no, I'm it's and this might again be she and I are completely different people so this behavior seems very weird to me I would just be like sure whatever you want the clue okay
0: yeah man now I just want to watch you play this game with Alicia that seems like (laughs) a great I would probably just not
1: talk the whole time and I'd just be like okay
0: you ever get on the show they're casting you with Alicia that's for sure (laughs) I I do actually agree with you it's weird what Alicia did but in terms of It contributing to her potentially being the snake what did you think
1: i don't think it means that okay because like again everybody already heard the clue there's not like she's not hiding any information from anyone i mean i guess she's hoping they'll forget about it but which she kind of says as much in a scene we get in a moment where she is talking to trish about it um and she says she just she hates having the clues because once you read the clue no one will actually talk about that thing and so she's hoping if she puts it away, it'll leave people's minds and they can talk more freely and she can actually find out more information.
0: Oh. Which makes
1: sense in I a didn't way. Even, I
0: didn't even catch that, understand that conversation when they were having it.
1: <laughs> but, like, the way she did it just makes herself look suspicious. So I think it was just a bad move that doesn't necessarily mean she's the snake
0: i agree but i would even take a step further i actually think it makes it seem like she's not the snake (laughs) because can you imagine doing this if you were the snake (laughs) like that seems insane yeah because like also if you were the snake there is no way you want to be holding on to that clue because if for some reason that clue goes missing like everybody's gonna be like Oh, oh you're the snake like there's no way you accidentally lost the clue you know, so I, I think it's actually dangerous to be the one that's responsible for clues, if that's even the thing that matters. Yeah, um, really,
1: you'd want to not be responsible for anything in this entire game, because the moment anything goes wrong, they're just going to blame you for it. So just yeah. don't touch anything.
0: Yeah, so I think this is another just, like, this is just a character moment for Alicia, where she just is somebody that likes to take control. And I think mm-hmm. more than anything, it actually, like, absolves her from being the snake more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Alicia's talking about Trish. Now, Trish in this scene, she, I think what she's doing is pretty good. Like, she's just kind of agreeing with mm-hmm. what Alicia is saying. And I think Trish Trish somehow is, like, the least confrontational person on the show, which is pretty <laughs> incredible. And I really think that speaks to her having played Survivor before. Because, uh, um, yeah. like, the first time around, I don't remember exactly, but I'm I'm pretty sure she has some loud confrontations with people.
1: Yeah, she seems like she has a big personality.
0: Yeah, I now think that's that
1: would be likely. Yeah.
0: Now everybody has their limit on Survivor because it's over the course of thirty nine days, and oh, they're fair. actually like starving.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's interesting that like now that you you see Trish in a thirty six hour scenario, and she seems like the most reasonable person <laughs> on the show.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, compared to how she was on Survivor, so. Mm-hmm. But even though I thought she was doing good. <laughs> Here comes tell number three out of nowhere on Trish.
1: <laughs> well, Alicia says, "Oh, you know, even I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you too much, telling you this stuff." She like catches herself in the middle of it, and that's when
0: oh really you get a yeah, tell okay. over top of it. So yeah, uh, Trish is just like, like casually being like, "Yeah, okay, I get, I get you," and then it just bam, here comes tell number three <laughs> with Tr- Trish in the freeze frame, and tell number three is called "Lying Low,"
2: <laughs> mm. and
0: it says, "Beware of snakes." who hide in plain sight they will avoid controversy to stay undetected (laughs) now
1: yep that's the thing
0: (laughs) i hate this (laughs) i hate this tell because i mean this is what i would be doing yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but at the same time i don't know this might be the best tell out of the three actually like this might be the best advice now usually like the the people that they cast in these shows wouldn't be able to do this Right, like they're all—they all would just be.
1: They have big, big personalities.
0: personalities yeah. yeah, and they're not gonna lie low. And it's a little weird. So we get this is the third and final tell that we get on the show.
1: Yeah. So everyone's got one except for Sean, which I don't know if that's suspicious or not, but maybe
0: this one is kind of gonna apply to Sean in a little bit, but yeah. not in the same way. Do you think it's weird from an edit perspective that they this is like a choice that they made for Trish, like? Trish is not really doing anything controversial, but they're like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: "Oh, being non-controversial is a tell." <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <They're laughs> I don't just know. like. Hey, don't forget about Trish. Were you thinking about Trish? You should be. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if this is like okay. Production realized like okay, we have nothing on Trish to indicate that she might be <laughs> the snake. So this is what we come up with. Or did Trish do such a good job being the snake on the show that? they had to put this in in order to justify the fact that she's going to be the snake in the end.
1: Solid maybe.
0: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. But then, after this, John and Trish. I think John everybody's, like, Trish... making
1: dinner. And, like, yeah. yeah, John and Sean are off together while Alicia and Trish are off together. John is trying to talk about, like, how suspicious Alicia is and how he was coming at her earlier, but now he's playing nice. But then he's also, like, but also Trish, maybe she's too nice, too. And John's just like, okay, sure. I don't (laughs) know. I didn't
0: even write down this conversation because I thought it was so meaningless, (laughs) actually.
1: But it does roll into, like, they have a couple um, confessional things again. And when everybody's talking to each other later, everyone thinks that Sean's being really weird because they keep trying to be like, who do you think it is? And he's just like, I don't know. Yeah whatever let's talk about something else yeah that's the point of the game my dude
0: yeah so both john and trish and then i i think eventually alicia gets Mm -hmm. involved too they all think that sean is being like super dodgy about whenever they want to talk about like who do you think the snake is he always just like doesn't want to throw anybody's name out right and then also just like if they ask him personal questions he's also very dodgy about giving lengthy answers if answers at all to any like personal questions they ask him. And then this is this whole thing against Sean is going to continue. He's going to choose to like sleep in the hammock at camp mm-hmm. while everybody else sleeps in the shelter. Yes. Yeah. And they're just going to be like why is he sleeping over there? They will be like oh it must be because he doesn't want to talk to us and get have to answer questions. <laughs> Which yeah, since... I I am all uh team anti Sean here, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. Either well, he's being weird.
0: Either he is acting like the snake and is the snake or he's just really bad at this game. Yes. Yeah.
1: It may be both. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you you have to have at least oh, fa- yeah. a fake backstory to answer people's questions. You can't just, like, act like their questions aren't important because this is literally the show. Like, it's not about the competitions. Now, he is a guy who said that, like, oh, actions speak louder than words. That's kind of his mantra that they yeah, gave him in the beginning. In the
1: show, you, like, need words. Yeah. Like, words are important. But
0: he is living up to that mantra. <laughs> actually so far he hasn't done action or words
1: yeah that's true but yeah trish uses this time to to tell everyone about all the books she read to detect um oh yeah she starts bragging
0: yeah this was funny because originally she (laughs) she's bragging in the confessional but now she's like i read books on telling people lying and i can tell that he's lying yep which is it is this is that just like a weird hard sell if you are the snake like you're like i'm the snake i can tell when people are lying because i read books (laughs) I'm talking myself into, like, any everybody being the snake as I talk to you. I was oh, much yeah. more confident about my pick until I started Ooh, <laughs> until I, I, I narrowed started to in
1: a little bit, but okay. maybe, maybe my second choice has changed. I don't know. <laughs> but there is a cutaway shot to a sloth here, and I just have to say I don't like it. Oh, really? I don't, I don't like sloths. Their big, long claws freak me out. And I'm not into it, so no thank you show.
0: Yeah, I didn't even notice that. On Survivor, they do that for, like, transitions all the time. And it'll usually be, like, a spider or, like, a crab. don't like that either. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Sam Sam hates it when they highlight the spiders on Survivor.
1: Crabs are okay. She's, She's always like, why?
0: Why are they doing this? She, like, covers <laughs> her eyes.
1: Just to be like, they're really in the wild, guys. Really?
0: Uh, that's my wife. I, I used her real name, but that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, whatever. They're going to wake up. What, what happens next, Sarah?
1: Time to hike again. Yes. Oh, actually, no. It sounds like they have s'mores for breakfast, which is, like, really weird.
0: Yeah, it's just whatever they had. And they didn't <laughs> say chocolate. They said fudge. So it was like...
1: <laughs> fudge and marshmallows. And I'm like, yeah. what did they leave these people at this camp? And Alicia's, okay.
0: like, like, like kind of disgusted by this breakfast. And then they say, there's also coffee. And she's like, I'll have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think her uh, athletic diet was disgusted by this breakfast yeah that's fair (laughs) maybe
1: oh also trish says something that seems super sus to me oh really like she talks about like sleeping you know she's just like you know i've I've never missed my bed more and i'm like what about day whatever of survivor trish don't you think that was worse
0: yeah that was weird so my takeaway from that i did have like i was like what (laughs) (laughs) like you were on survivor and this is the worst
1: (laughs) so she must not have told
0: them like yeah, that that's. What I was thinking like, okay, she didn't tell them she was on Survivor. She had to have, or, or it was kind of like a half joke kind of thing where mm-hmm. they would be in on the joke because it's like, oh, they know she's been on Survivor. Like, obviously, this wasn't the worst. I don't know. It was a weird <laughs> comment. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> but no matter what, if I was on the show and I was a former Survivor, I would. Mm-hmm. It, no matter if I was a snake or not, I would not tell people I was on Survivor unless they oh, brought yeah. it up because survivor has a reputation of you just like oh you're an amazing liar even if you played mm-hmm. and you did terrible like people are like oh you're you're an amazing liar because you played survivor right like somehow you need to be a good liar to get on the show which is not the not the case
1: you just gotta really hope that nobody has seen your season
0: yeah whatever we're done with the morning i think we just arrive at the second challenge like there's not they don't even show the trek this time yeah we've gotten enough conversation on these guys all right so I do you want to explain the second challenge
1: there are some ruins spoiler alert they're fake basically a bunch of like waist high walls that like outline what would be rooms for buildings right and it's just a bunch of rocks that are more or less pretty loose and there are five golden nuggets amongst all of these things that they have to find and bring back in less than 25 minutes there's also like a map of the area up at the starting zone that you know they can't take with them, and it doesn't seem particularly helpful. But that's pretty much it.
0: Well, the, I think the map tells them exactly which rock walls have nuggets. Oh
1: is wait, is that right? It, it had I like it was X's
0: just... on certain ones. I don't know. I thought they it did. They did not
1: explain that. Yeah, that is interesting. And
0: this, this guy was kind of talking, kind of alluding to before, where like they went out of their way to talk about this like clip thing in the first challenge,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: in this challenge, there's like not a lot of detail. Yeah. And I think more often than not, there won't be a lot of detail in Mm -hmm. how the challenges are described. Unless it was very important to the situation. Now I don't know if it was an edit thing that they said that in the first challenge, or it was just to explain why Sean
1: couldn't like was stuck. Like
0: yeah. It doesn't mean that he has to be the snake because he did this, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is just a difficult thing. Or it's a
1: way for whoever is the snake to be sneaky.
0: I guess I don't know if I don't know if Bobby Bones said it direct. It's like his explanation was just for the audience, or if it was for them. But oh, yeah. you know what I mean. It felt like it was just for us, the audience, is how I kind of interpreted. it. <laughs> but yeah, they're basically gonna look for these gold rocks amongst piles of gray rocks. <laughs> That's what this yeah. challenge comes down to. But they have to like leave a station where they have to return the rocks one at a time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're gonna have to quickly come up with a strategy of how they're gonna do this.
1: And most of them come up with a pretty reasonable one.
0: Yes, so the, they come up with the buddy system, which is teams of two will go out and that way the snake can't be with, by themselves. And then and, like, find
1: it and throw it in the, the grass yeah, or whatever. because
0: this challenge is like, it's a bunch of rock piles, but it's almost like a, it's not corn, but it's like tall grass maze, so it's like a corn maze kind of. Yeah. So and I also noticed did, of you, did you catch that in this challenge? Like, they're all wearing these like pads around their like calves like they only go up to their knee did you notice this
1: oh i did not yeah that makes sense. i felt There's like a lot of jaggedy rocks i
0: don't know if this was like an aesthetic thing for the challenge or if they w- was like legitimate concern that like there might be actual snakes in the brush that could like oh. try to bite them <laughs> Was all maybe the idea i don't know do, yeah they had some sort of additional uh gear mm. to protect themselves for this challenge so yeah they're gonna come up with the buddy system which all sounded reasonable and, you know, everybody's in. Okay. Alicia's in. John's in. Rish is in. But Sean, 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 again, he's like, no, we need to go as a group of four. Because cause I guess he doesn't trust anybody. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone, even though, like, supposedly two people should be trying mm-hmm. to complete that. At yeah, least yeah. two people should be trying to do the challenge. So he has a confessional, and, like, he isn't happy. But ultimately, he has to, like, agree to it, I guess, because he's out- outvoted
1: except he kind of doesn't. He spends this entire challenge like being where he's not supposed to be, like watching the other pair and
0: yeah. So like being weird. What are the groups? It's Trish, I think it's Trish goes with Sean. Yes. And
1: then, and then Alicia with is John.
0: with John. And Alicia and John find the first nugget and they're like taking it back up and they're like staying together and they put it in the thing, but then Sean is like gone back out of his way to watch them take the nugget back to the station. Right. And everybody's like, Sean, keep looking for damn nuggets. Like, what are you yeah. doing?
1: At this point, like, Alicia's just like, well, this is this confirms it. He's the snake. He's just wasting time. Let's just keep moving.
0: Yeah. And I think I'm mostly anti-Sean in this, right? Yeah, like it, it is I think hard he's hard to I think be he's he's on wrong. his side at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then eventually they're gonna find four of the five nuggets, and they need one more, and they're gonna be, like, digging through the rock walls and but they're they're struggling to find it, so they they start to like dig deeper into the walk walls, I guess, a little bit, mm-hmm. and they did to, for the first four nuggets. And Sean thinks this is like the stupidest idea that they're like wasting time going like extra layers deep into the wall because right. he's like, oh, all the nuggets are clearly going to be on top because that's where the first four were. So he actually like this is really like really bad. Mm-hmm. But again, this could just be Sean's weird yeah. personality. He, like, comes over to Alicia and starts, like, insisting that she stop looking for the nugget in this pile of rocks. And to the point where he's, like, preventing her from moving rocks off of the wall. Yes. And Which it seems it does not
1: take well. And things escalate.
0: In a game yes. where you're trying to not look suspicious, mm-hmm. that you are literally preventing somebody from doing the task. You could argue that Alicia was wasting time, I guess, because maybe they already found a nugget there, or it seemed unlikely that they were going to find a nugget. But he's wasting even more time by yeah. coming over to her and, like, almost putting rocks, like, back on the wall that she's, like, uncovering. Yeah. It's it's pretty insane.
1: And then he's, like, upset that she's tossing them. Like, he gets upset at her for a lot of things during this challenge.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. It's hard to tell if Sean... Just feels like he knows better than everybody else in the situation, and he felt like his strategy was legitimately like what they should have done from the beginning. And I, and we we need to point out that Sean did find one of the nuggets earlier on.
1: Yeah, and then he finds the last one.
0: Yeah, and supposedly they found this with like ten seconds left or something. I don't know. That yeah. seemed like a production. Yeah, uh, that's situation. Shitty. Yeah, Sean is actually going to be the one that finds the last nugget, and he does take it back. Now, everybody's watching him do it, but he does take it back to the final station, and they're going to win this challenge because, like, you could say, oh, Sean found the last one. Yeah. But I don't know. This, This everything we're getting about this, all this stuff kind of started, like, burying on Sean over uh, between mm-hmm. the campsite and this. It almost feels like, and even if you go back to the first challenge and how he behaved with the, the clip thing. maybe you could throw that in there it seems like he could just realize that he's been got and he's very desperate to come up with reasons that other people are being suspicious and then and then he's just not good under pressure and then this is what he's come up with or he just is a used to taking control in situations like this and is not dealing with it properly
1: he is so suspicious during this that it seems comical yeah, And, like, there's no way it could be real. Like, there's no way someone who was the snake would actually behave this poorly, because it's so suspicious yeah. and obvious that you're the snake.
0: Unless it's almost like they feel like everybody already knows they're the snake, and they're, like, so desperate for anything. I don't know. It it's still, it's still you shouldn't do it, but this could be his, like, he doesn't know what to do under pressure in this situation, and this is, like, the best he could come up with. In the moment, like in in the heat of the moment,
1: before this, everything's just sort of like vaguely. Oh, he's not talking a lot, whatever. He fucked up that earlier challenge, but so did the other guy. Like, there's nothing that is so absolutely concrete that it's him until this happens, right? Like, this is the thing that you could definitely point to. And that is, um, you are absurd. Like, I don't know, like, as we've seen, like a lack of awareness of, well, that's true. Can I can only talk to the edit but
0: yeah i'm I'm saying that things have happened outside of what we've seen i don't know but what's our third clue sarah we they won the challenge they get the third (laughs) clue third and final this is the final clue the The
1: final clue to want people to like them is not what snakes need they must have thick skin as their hearts on their sleeve
0: super weird clue right this
1: (laughs) yeah like this is so vague and like what this could mean anything this is a useless clue thank you for making us go out in the sun doing this dumb challenge you've given us no information is how i feel
0: i think the contestants were pretty meta with this clue Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: my my issue with this clue is like is this english like is this a sentence that they made (laughs) like this is sarah did word it
1: weirdly to to rhyme
0: oh you think that's what it is like people who might have just heard you talk might think like you misspoke
1: no, no. but that's the, the second word, word,
0: sentence of this clue is they must have thick skin as their hearts on their sleeve also, that is a I weird a sentence
1: with this clue because like they have fucked up punctuation and it just annoys me yeah like, yeah it's on, super be weird it's
0: super weird okay yeah I, I do think this clue is like okay clearly this could be all of them
1: mm-hmm. this is a useless useless clue
0: It, the, the, the common phrase is that somebody wears their heart on their sleeves, on Mm -hmm. their sleeve. And the the contestants actually pick up on this and I did not pick up. I did not understand where they were coming from right away, but the heart is plural to hearts in this clue, which really makes the contestants think that, oh, this person literally has like a tattoo of hearts on their, on -hmm. their arm well uh, which you i think have is pretty one smart one person
1: who is like full sleeve of tattoos so yeah, yeah of course you're going to go looking for that
0: yeah i think that's pretty smart i especially if the clue was read to me maybe if i got to read the clue and see the text i could have picked mm-hmm. up on this but when i was just watching it before they were talking about it a bunch of times and i reread the clue i did not catch that this was like a weird wording of the common phrase uh-huh. but uh let, let's talk about the this clue more at the snake pit in a little bit because that's when they're really going to talk about it. I agree, though. Pretty much a garbage clue. Gar. I wrote garbage clue in my notes. That's that's what I wrote initially. <laughs> but again, Alicia, Eli- Bobby Bones is like, "All right, who wants a clue?" And Alicia's like, "Give me that clue." Yep. <laughs> Alicia wants to hold the clue. Again. She's
1: not backing down on her clue collection. I
0: like I like the double down on it. <laughs> All right, time for the snake pit. Right, let's get to this. Is tribal council?
2: Yeah,
0: and. It's set up very similar to tribal council because it's like it's in the jungle. There's not a there's not a a big uh, fire in the middle, and Bobby Bones can be like really close to them because there's only four of them.
2: Mm-hmm. Jeff
0: Probst tends to be far away on Survivor, but the aesthetic of the whole situation very much is like um tribal council and Survivor, where like yeah. they're sitting on stumps and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And now here's here's when we, he starts to describe kind of like what they're doing in the snake pick and how they're gonna vote, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I I guess we won't know this until we watch how the vote plays out, but he does make it seem like three people have to agree on a single person, and those three people have to be not the snake. Because, of course, the snake's not going to vote for themselves. Right, right, right. But a scenario could happen where like the snake and one other person vote for somebody, and then the other two people vote for the snake, or even not right. the snake, right? Mm -hmm. and then you just lose by does the snake win by default in that scenario
1: well i think if two people vote for not the snake then yeah because nobody's voted for the snake but yeah i I would think that if two people vote for the snake then maybe only those two people should win you know the snake shouldn't win in that case i don't know that that's how this
0: works but But you could also have a scenario where all four people vote for a different person and does the snake win in that scenario i don't know i would think
1: well oh that's true
0: i would hope that if there wasn't an agreement amongst three people that maybe they'll reveal the votes and then they'll get like a quick chance to like somebody to flip their vote. I don't know. I I also just hope that like the contestants would be allowed to talk to each other enough until three people agree to vote to each other. Yeah. And then they would just vote that way because I I think this show would be very anticlimactic if the snake just wins because the other three people can't get their shit together and vote the same. Because you have no chance of winning the show if you don't vote the same, so you, right. you better vote the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I like the idea of like do a vote and then give people a chance to change their vote.
0: But then the snake. Same. But then again, the snake has to like then play the game more in that moment, and it might. I I, mm. I thought about a scenario. That could, okay. So in a scenario where say, let's say the we're on the show and you and I, one of us is the snake. Okay. And we both voted for the same person. Yeah. And then the other two people voted for one of us. Mhm. If I don't know, let's let's say let's say I'm the snake and you're not. Okay. If they if the other two people voted for you, I would be heavily incentivized just to be like, "Oh, okay, I'll switch my vote, knowing that you're yep. not the snake."
2: Right.
0: Right? But then if some mm-hmm. but if they if there was like a discussion around changing your vote, if I was so adamant and quick to be willing to change my vote, that would almost make me look like the snake, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's true. So I, it
0: becomes, there's like a new meta that comes into play if they are allowed to talk right. after voting. But
1: that should be easy enough to play out. You just hem and haw for a while and go, okay.
0: Yeah, but I think it almost exposes the snake to a degree.
1: What if anybody is willing to change?
0: If anybody is willing to change their vote, it indicates that they're the snake because they know that they're going to win if they change their vote. Because the snake is the only one with perfect information.
1: Or there's somebody who rethought. They didn't know, like, they weren't sure. And then, like, they were convinced to pick the right person. Maybe I don't know. I I think it gets room for that. It gets
0: complicated. Or, my instincts would be, like, oh, if anybody's going to change their vote, then they're the snake.
1: Interesting.
0: Because the snake has no incentive to vote for a specific person. They just want to vote. They just want to get everybody else to vote for not them. Um, So, I I don't think there's going to be a revote. On this, I think I think everybody just has to talk and then come to an agreement on th- like three people have to agree we're voting for somebody. Yeah, and then and then they vote, but they didn't really show it that way.
1: We'll see shortly.
0: Yes. Okay. Do you want to run through the three clues? So it, I think I think Bobby Bones does a pretty good job of just kind of like leading the conversation. Yeah. They bring up the clues and then they rehash the challenges. Do you want to talk about the clues again, or do you think we said enough? Do you want to um, run? Well,
1: there are a couple moments. I'd like to. Okay. When they're talking about the first clue, the one where came from a house where kids come and go or whatever. Yeah. Um, Alicia just immediately is like, "Well, John and Trish have siblings, um, but Sean was an only child." And it sounds like she doesn't really believe that. But then she like doesn't say that she has siblings. Like I don't know what what was her household. I thought like. she like, said
0: everybody just, did except for Sean. Like I thought I she, don't included she specifically.
1: Herself. I thought she. Oh, uh, did she? I thought she specifically went through everyone and was like john has siblings trish has siblings oh sean says he's an only child i guess but it did feel a little weird that she didn't talk about like okay i thought she mentioned herself herself. but maybe she did i thought she was
0: specifically pointing out that sean was the only one that said he was an only child
1: that might Um, have been it but it, it i don't know it sounded to me like that wasn't exactly the case So I found that it would be a little suspicious. My reaction
0: to this, that Sean's reaction to Alicia was like very defensive. I I forget exactly what he said, but it was like, it was not well handled, but it was as well handled as he did in like the second challenge. So
1: he's already a little tilted.
0: Yeah. It was already consistent with what he's been doing so far.
1: Right.
0: With the, the one about flying and being on a team, they still just think that applies to Sean and Alicia. They, they start, they also accuse Sean of like, Oh, maybe he is like flies planes, like we said before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they rehashed that.
1: Here, um, well, okay, so here specifically Bobby Bones asks him, like, Well, do you fly a plane? And then he said no. And it felt a little bit like maybe production was worried that there were too many eyes on their potential snake and they wanted to put a little doubt somewhere. You know, like there are a couple of times where he speaks up on behalf of Sean a little, like he's like. And Sean got, like, the most nuggets at that last challenge, too. Like, it just felt a little bit like they were trying to make it a lot, like, him a little less suspicious
0: because he
1: had done such a poor job.
0: That's a good edgy read. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then they get back to the hearts on their sleeves clue. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And uh, they're like, John, show us all your tattoos on your body.
1: And he's just like, I'm basically not wearing a shirt anyway, so have at it.
0: (laughs) He complies. He like they yeah. they they let him like take off his watch in case like it was hiding the hearts were hiding mm-hmm. under his wrist and everything, yeah. but then they asked Sean, "Oh, do you have tattoos?" And he actually like rolls up his sleeve and then he has like characters in a in a in a different language. Yeah, I don't know, I I what don't know it was, if they honest. were
1: like Chinese characters, like Mandarin, or if it was I don't know. I couldn't read it, so wasn't Korean. yeah.
0: They show him fairly quickly come up with oh what the meaning of these characters are.
1: Yes. He says it means honorable armor.
0: Honorable armor. Oh, okay. Interesting. Which
1: is a weird thing to say, like, but I don't know. Hearts
0: could also just be, like, um, like, oh, maybe if you have the tattoos of, like, something that relates to your family members under your Mm -hmm. sleeves. And now that's something that could be, like, hidden within the meaning of the tattoos that, like, John has. Or it could be, like. in this
1: thing. Or, like,
0: these characters on his body represent something about his loved ones in a way. Because I think he had two characters on his on his arm, and and they hadn't talked about his tattoos up until this point, so this kind of yeah. like, came out of nowhere. It was a surprise That Sean had reveal. tattoos as well, <laughs> yeah. Which is another thing. Like, is the show like would the show want to justify its own clues with who the snake is? You know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, probably.
1: Yes, <laughs> I would hope that
0: they want to do that. So, yeah, another potential strike against Sean here.
1: <laughs> there is a moment though where Trish is like, she asked John to name his siblings real fast. Oh, this is later. Yeah, it's her all their names. And then she's like, but, but what are their birthdays? And he's like, I don't know. And she's just like, what? He's like, I don't know what year. She's like, just tell me what month and day. And he's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, is this, is this reasonable? I don't know. That seems very suspicious. But he might just be yeah. not close to them.
0: So what I, my first take, so originally she just asked, what are the names of your siblings? Like, real fast. Like, she was like, do it quickly mm-hmm. or else kind of thing. And he was pretty good at this. Because the, yeah. the, the one thing he did, which I think was impressive, is that he told him they had four siblings. Yeah. But what he does is he actually names, like, the first two named siblings. And then he says, like, and then me, and yeah. then the other two he's people. He's the is child. As if yeah. he's naming them in, like, age order. Right. Which I thought was pretty vast on the spot to include yeah. yourself in the list. I don't think I would have done that, even if I wasn't lying. Or even if I like, was, yeah, even if I wasn't lying, I probably wouldn't have done that. But that's, like, mm-hmm. a big detail to do if you are lying. So I thought he answered that question really well. But then Trish is like, okay, now give me the birthdays. (laughs) Like she was not satisfied, I guess, by just the names. And I don't know if you had four siblings,
1: I think. I think I'd at least be able to give a month. Like, I don't think this means he's the snake. I'm just confused about how he doesn't know. And then it also seems like it rocks everyone else's idea of who the snake
0: is. Yeah. So John, I think John kind of just panicked here where he doesn't. Like off the top of his head, without thinking about it, he cannot say his siblings' birthdays, which I think is is reasonable. Like I sometimes I like if somebody asks me how old I am, sometimes I have to think about it for a second, you
2: know, because
0: oh, yeah, like, same. yeah <laughs> stuff like that. Like I'm not great with spinning off information like this, but do I know my siblings' birthdays? If I think about it for a second, I do. But it would I he's probably thinking like oh they'll think that I'm making, it, I'm making up it up if I yeah. think about it. I think if he watches this back on tape, he'll be like, oh, it would have looked better if I just thought for a second and then said like April 15th or, or whatever. And even if Mm -hmm. he's, even if he is the snake, it probably would have looked better to do that than what he decides to do, which is basically be like, oh, I don't know my sibling's birthdays because he can't say it like really fast. So I don't know.
1: I think the important thing here is that it just really rocks everyone else in a way that I think is too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I forget if this is like a move that Trish did on Survivor or not, where she like, like um, she wanted to find out if people were lying, so she just like quickly asked them like, "Are you in alliance with this person or something like that?" And like answer quickly or like you know kind of thing. Uh, it's an interesting move by Trish. It's not something that I would do. It's a little too like aggressive, but uh,
2: right.
0: it does make it seem though as if Trish is like really trying to figure out who the snake is, and she's worried that she has it wrong.
2: Mm, yeah, because
0: up till now, it 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 doesn't seem like anybody thinks that Trish is the snake.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. So she it's also like, something that player. it's
0: also something that you might do if people like are thinking that you're the snake and you need to like deflect. Mm-hmm. You might try to call somebody out like this, but it to me it seemed like a genuine attempt to try to like solve the situation by Trish in a way that I don't think yeah. she's a snake. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, like you said, after he can't name the birthdays, you get kind of like the reactions of Alicia and Sean, and Trish, I, I guess and elisa was like man i really thought it was sean but now i'm a little confused (laughs) after but then they cut i don't know if this was in order or not this seemed weird they cut to sean right after elisa says now i'm confused and i swear sean says i think that's a good thing (laughs) like he like 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 he couldn't help himself and he said out loud like i think it's a good thing that you're confused (laughs) And I was he's just been, like, "What he's are he's you doing, Sean?" <laughs> I was like, "You, somebody might have just thrown you a bone, and you just like <laughs> made yourself suspicious again." I don't know. Maybe he said that in response to something else, and it was edited because all these right. shots of them are always like in Survivor, where they're a lot of the shots are like zoomed in on one person's face, mm-hmm. so they can kind of mix mix and match what people said throughout the tribal council, Right.
1: yeah,
0: um, if they need to, to make it more dramatic. But that was really weird what Sean said. I think that's a good thing in response to Alicia saying she's confused.
1: (laughs) And then also Bobby Bones asked Sean who he thinks the snake is. And then he says he's switching from Alicia to John just because of this birthday thing, it seems like. Which seems Um, like a really quick switch over, which, I don't know, Yeah, may also be very suspicious.
0: Yeah, I don't don't know if, like, being um, consistent with who you think the snake is, if you are the snake. Is the move, or you should be like acting like you're confused? I, I would probably act like I was confused, yeah. Um, unless it became, unless people were really harping on one person that wasn't me, <laughs> and then I would yeah. probably pile on.
1: It does feel a little like a pile on moment here.
0: Well, is it? It is a little bit piling on, but he also is like being confused, acting confused a little bit because he did think it was Elise now he's switching. So, mm, yeah. I, I think if he is a snake, I think a good good time to switch your answer
1: not the worst of his moves yeah
0: so yeah <laughs> all right so bobby Bones says it's time to vote classic survivor <laughs> moment
1: <laughs> so who you voting for
0: i i i have it I, before we talked i had it as sean and i still think it's sean
1: before we talked i had it as sean but deep down still kind of believed it was alicia oh, really him. but like through going through this again i'm like no i just She's very different from me, so I can't understand her behavior, and that's the only reason I thought it was her. Okay. (laughs) So no, it's it's Sean. I mean, how is it anybody else?
0: Okay. Now I I really wanted to be Trish. Like, oh yeah, she would
1: have played perfectly if it was Trish. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's the other move you could do is just like the first episode is like somebody just absolutely like steamrolling the other three people, (laughs) like they had no chance. (laughs) I think there's plenty of things to show that it can't be Trish. Mm-hmm. or it just wouldn't make be consistent the tattoo thing is the only like reveal thing with John that I could see. John would be my second pick I think would you would elisa be your second pick if we wanna do second uh, picks just in case
1: no I think at this point, my second pick would be Trish for the super stealthy sneak win,
0: oh okay, I hope it's trish I, hope- <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's trish i I think I would have to say Trish last on my list.
1: I mean, realistically, yes, but like, if it's not the obvious guy, I hope it is the like. Right, you're
0: willing player. to lose if it's John, okay?
1: Yeah, that's okay. fine. Uh,
0: I I it's think no th- I think the tattoo thing could be the big reveal that makes it worth it, and then they just weren't able to piece together like, oh, this tattoo on him like represented mm. something. Uh, that's the only thing yeah. I can see. It maybe it's not Sean. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sean. Okay. I think every step along the way, you could come up with a red flag for Sean in like all the challenges obviously Mm -hmm. and how he behaved so
1: yeah if he is the snake or not he's played a bad game i'm gonna gonna say that i
0: i will say especially recently like on survivor like trying to figure out who's gonna get voted out i have not been the best recently
1: okay
0: um because i i i tend to get more into like trying to be objective when i watch it and like if i was out there who would i want to vote out and not try Mm -hmm. to not try to like get into the the edgic of it and like okay what's the story that the show is telling me that's leading up to somebody getting voted out sometimes it's obvious but sometimes i don't get it right because i'm not focused on that aspect Mm -hmm. um but everything objectively just seems like it needs to be sean and if it's not sean i'll just feel like oh the show tricked me (laughs) you know like the show (laughs) just kind of lied to me about stuff but or didn't show me something that would have helped me but yeah we both think it's sean
1: let's go find out
0: so now we're gonna pause here if for whatever reason you don't want to be spoiled on who the snake is
1: (laughs) because you plan because
0: you plan on watching it 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 is a different experience to watch it compared to hear what we how i talked about it much faster to just watch it too well that's true (laughs) but yeah we're gonna pause here we're gonna go watch the end of the first episode of snake in the grass we're gonna watch the vote and then we're gonna come back and talk about the vote and see if we got it right or maybe like one of us right. got the backup. I hope it's Alicia and <laughs> nobody picked it now. <laughs> I think we got it right. I, ho- I hope we got it right. All right. We'll see everybody in just a little bit. All right. And we're back. Okay. okay. So, so, so Sarah, oh, Sarah, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Before we reveal who the snake was, uh huh. let's talk about the process <laughs> a little bit here.
1: Yeah, that was weird. That's not I've never seen voting like this before. Yeah, so
0: instead of like just writing their who they are voting for on like a piece of paper, they have this like special box contraption where (laughs) it's like if you took like four cubes and then you just line them up next to each other Hmm. and they were like hollow cubes so that you could put a cube within them. (laughs) And then they had these blocks That had the four people's names on them, and then had to like rotate the block so that the their vote was like facing them, and then put it into the (laughs) the the cube for their thing. (laughs)
1: Because then the front of that bigger box like flips open in front of each vote, so they can like strategically reveal. votes. but you know, then whose vote is who?
0: Yeah, which doesn't really matter.
1: Order. Yeah, but it. I don't know. It didn't matter in this case because we had three people who voted together and one person who didn't but in a case where that's different that might matter oh, I don't okay, know. we still don't know what happens if it's not all three people in agreement
0: yeah so they do this on survivor too where like they read the votes in the order that they think is the most dramatic mm-hmm. um but you could actually see it because so bobby bones is gonna like first he reveals like the third vote <laughs> <laughs> the third vote in the block mm-hmm. which is like which is Tricky. for Sean. Which was so for vote. Sean, vote. Yes. And then he reveals the first vote in the box. And then he reveals the second vote in the box, which is well, the, the the first vote in the box was for also for Sean. The second yes. one in the middle, second one was Sean's vote. So it was for John. Yes. And then the last one is John's vote and he voted for Sean. So it's three votes on Sean, one vote on John. And then uh, Bobby Bones is like, Sean, you've been voted for as the snake. It's time to find out who the real snake is. And then he says, "Will the real snake please stand up?" And then they do like dramatic music with,
1: and they all like peek over. They, and they look like at look each at each other like, "Who's Ooh, gonna, stand, who's gonna up? stand up?"
0: And then John is the one that stands it's up. Freaking <laughs> John! It's freaking John! And it wasn't John.
1: Congratulations on Congratulations. your your win.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. They. I think this was a pretty good reveal.
1: Yeah, because they did go through like all the clues and how they apply to him. Yeah,
0: so the clues had like deeper meaning. I think every single clue actually related to his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, which, so like they were kind of onto it, but they couldn't figure it out. So this is actually pretty good. So the second, or was it the first clue, or which clue? Um, I don't
1: think they talked about the first clue really because that's the, was... one with the like family, the home life, or whatever.
0: Oh, but was the was the clue that I didn't read had the words in it?
1: No, no, no. The clue that was, like, to want oh, people to like a third that clue, is not the what clue. they need. Yeah. They must have thick skin as their heart's on their sleeve. And, like, literally the man has knuckle tattoos that say want and need.
0: And like, <laughs> yeah, nobody noticed this.
1: I do remember noticing that earlier. Oh, you do? Oh, wow. But, like, did not relate it to anything. Oh, that's like, cool. I, I saw it way before the clue, and then it left my brain.
0: That is cool that it they at least actually did put it in the show in a way that you re, you did notice it because yeah. I didn't notice it, it at all. I'm not looking at this makes guy's me tattoos.
1: Extra frustrated because I'm like, oh, I did actually read that junk. Great, okay, yeah, I just missed it.
0: And then he was like accusing John was like accusing um Sean of potentially like flying planes in the Navy, mm-hmm. but then he like pulls his shirt over a little bit further and on his chest he also has a tattoo of the United States Air Force. <laughs>
1: Yes, because he's the one in the military. Yeah, and he is so smug. This entire yeah, he is. I
0: mean, he just won a hundred thousand dollars, so I I get it a little bit. But that's uh, true. He is a little bit like, oh my god, I'm so smart. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he starts from the beginning, just like before they go over the clues, and he's like well, yeah, my whole plan was to just do great in the challenges because I knew none of these clues were going to mean anything. Like, like basically what you said earlier, which yeah. is just like, he had it figured. do well he had in the, the right challenges, it. don't worry about the clues, it's going to be fine. And he's ragging on Sean a lot. He's like, <laughs> I. they would have got me if you had just shut yeah. up and not said a bunch of dumb shit just nah.
0: now. <laughs> no, Sean, Sean deserves it here.
1: <laughs> yeah, he played I, so poorly. I do not so poorly, understand... Yeah. Like he should feel bad. He did a real bad job. Like that's not how you play this game. I think he
0: did. He looked embarrassed at the end of everything. He
1: should. Oh jeez.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've I've had this frustration. I, I I forget what game. I don't even think it was one of the games we talked about. But I do remember playing these saboteur games kind of in the past, where you like don't know who's on your team exactly, mm-hmm. like this situation. If the three people that aren't the snake are on a team and. I, I you get in these situations sometimes where like the person that's supposed to be on your team is just doing things that make it feel like it's so obvious that they're not yes. on your team, to the point that you can't they like they don't even defend the fact that they mm-hmm. should be on your team like they've almost given up, and yes. at that point you just have no chance of winning. Now Tr- Trish is going to beat herself up because she feels like she got him with the birthdays things of the siblings, so Trish feels yeah. like she should have got it right, but. I I can't blame him here.
2: Yeah,
0: I I think the show did a pretty good job of giving us the same information that Alicia, Sean, mm-hmm. and Trish had against John.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and the way Sean acted is just like you can't. <laughs> they just put they just put a dud, uh, non snake person on this this episode. So <laughs> now John did have a grasp of the idea of like, okay, I'm gonna do my best in challenges. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that one challenge because. Sean was so, so bad at it. <laughs> and yeah. then he didn't get in their way at the second challenge and he gave himself credit for like giving Alicia the idea to to like keep an eye on Sean so he doesn't throw the nuggets into the into the grass mm. or whatever. He took credit yeah. for that. I they didn't really they they tried to show the highlight of that again but it didn't really come across it, the way that yeah. Sean, that that John <laughs> was giving himself credit for. But so I want to give John a little bit of credit but put put a better player besides Sean out there and I think oh, it, yeah. it would have been a different story.
1: It would have been different, that,
0: yeah. The only thing that's unfair to the audience is, like, we weren't out there with John, so we didn't have an opportunity to, like, inspect John's body. But mm-hmm. I, I'm impressed that you actually did notice the need-want thing. So, they must have done enough for you to see it, and I just wasn't paying attention.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, I ain't mad at it. <laughs>
1: I'm not mad at, I'm, I'm I'm mad not mad at,
0: at it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm mad at Sean. Yeah, I'm mad at Sean, but I'm not like I don't feel like you know I made a bad choice. It's just yeah. I, I'm glad that the uh, the people that got it wrong at least voted the same way as me. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So all in all, I think a good first episode of yeah. Snake in the Grass. <laughs> they did a good job. Now I I'm assuming this is legitimately the first episode of the show, but theoretically they could have filmed however many episodes over the course of the summer and then decided to make this the first episode. So maybe this, sure. like <laughs> maybe this is like the best episode. Maybe this <laughs> is like the best reveal of the snake that they have mm. for the rest of the, <laughs> yeah. the episodes going forward that they've done so far. Um, but I don't know. I want to see more for sure. I want to get one of these right. God it.
1: <laughs> I think I, I probably have another episode in me. I don't know if I can commit beyond that.
0: Yeah. I I think they, they, they keep showing ads with survivor players, former survivor mm-hmm. players. I want to say one of the episodes at least is going to be like Four former Survivor players, and at, oh. at least two, maybe more of them, might have been winners.
1: Okay, I'll wait till that comes out and I'll watch that one.
0: Yeah, and everybody, <laughs> so everybody on that could be not only an experienced Survivor player, but somebody that did well on Survivor. I think. Mm. Okay. Um. So that should be like you. You shouldn't get like a Sean Dud on that <laughs> on that on that episode. So well, I, I I'm, I'm excited to see that one. Um, but I'll probably watch... I think the second episode doesn't have any former reality contestants that I'm familiar with.
1: Oh, so a while but I, back. Who but knows? I don't... Who knows what's happening?
0: It's, I think it's just four random people that I don't even yeah. know who they are. And then...
1: They could all be Sean's. It I haven't
0: checked out who's on the third episode yet. It might be the Survivor episode. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely.
0: Thanks for going through this. This was... Uh... <laughs> This is a lot longer recording than I anticipated, but I'm not surprised considering the subject matter.
1: Right, right, right. Makes sense.
0: Are you ready to talk about what we'll be talking about next time, Sarah?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> I think it shouldn't be a big surprise. It's going to be She-Hulk, Attorney at Law.
0: Yes, which we talked about at the end of the last episode. Yeah, pretty simple. It's the next Marvel uh, miniseries on Disney Plus that's coming out. Uh, it's mm-hmm. coming out on the twenty eighteenth. Eighteenth. Oh, oh, this is coming out like tomorrow. I forgot. Okay. So by the time people are listening to this, this it will have already come out on the eighteenth. Correct. So we're not. We will be a little bit behind on talking about it.
1: Yeah, that episode will come out after the second episode of the show comes out, but it'll be about just the first episode of She-Hulk.
0: And also, I think this is. This is this year is wrapping up phase four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh,
1: I can't keep track of the stages.
0: stuff. So okay. I think um, there's a couple like little things like they're doing like a Groot, I am Groot, like mini like mm. uh digi- yeah, like shorts. It's like digital shorts. Yeah, okay, that already came out. Mm-hmm. And then I think um, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is coming out this year if it's not already out. And these are kind okay. of like the last She Hulk and. Black Panther 2 are like the last two big things I think to come out. And then theoretically it's another phase next starting next year. And I don't know if there's going to be a big transition to um, more storylines where all these characters are going to be converging or what the deal is. But uh, yeah, it's the end of a, a phase of the Marvel stuff. So it should be exciting to see what She-Hulk is all about.
1: <laughs> Can't <laughs> She-Hulk
0: attorney at law. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you have a question for the
0: people? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to know of any um uh reality competition shows that people watch. Cool. Um okay. if you watch ones that we've talked about and you enjoy them, I would like to know that. Uh or ones that we didn't talk about that maybe I've watched, maybe I haven't, but I'm I'm always down for a good uh new reality competition show.
1: I love to your favorites, your least favorites, whatever you have feelings about. Yeah,
0: yeah, whatever. <laughs> If, it, if it's one I haven't seen, I'll probably watch it. And if I like it, we'll talk about it because <laughs> I like I like talking about shows mm-hmm. like this. But yeah, let us know. How can people contact us and let us know what their favorite reality TV show is? Sarah.
1: They can email us at keepwatchingpod at gmail.com Tweet at us at keepwatchingpod. Instagram at us at keepwatchingpod or leave a comment on the video on keepwatchingpod on YouTube. And If you're feeling uh, generous today, uh, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify.
0: Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.